Oh, well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the best radio show ever. The live internet radio show called Waking Up With The Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called out work today, or maybe you don't got no job, you just at home chilling. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all the good, right stuff. With that being said, let me go ahead and cut to my first song so we can go ahead and give me praise worship. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Come on, can you lift up your voice? Come on, lift up your voices. Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Strong Father, hey, 
in the morning. Worship in this moment. 
Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, hey, how you doing this morning? Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. Well, we wake up. Each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so we're working out. Maybe you called out work today. We just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. With that being said, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just want to thank you on this morning. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise just for waking us up, God, filling us with the activity of our limbs, God, filling us with a fresh and sober mind, God, with a mind that wants to love on you and your people. God, we bless you right now just for you being you all by yourself. God, we thank you for being the divine deity that orchestrates our life, that navigates us through the corridors of life, God, that continues to pour wisdom, love, and kindness upon us. God, we thank you for your gentleness and your patience. God, we thank you for all that you're doing, all that you've done. God, we ask that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, but God, we ask that you continuously surround us with your love your peace your healing and your kindness god we ask that you'll continue to open up our mind oh god to receive all that you have for us open up our heart to receive all that you have for us god continue to increase our capacity to handle everything that you have given us to hold in the name of jesus god before we come to you asking for anything god we just want to thank you for everything god we thank you for your gentleness your mercy your kindness your peace god your love god we thank you oh god that no weapon formed against us was able to prosper that even as we slept and slumber on last night god that you did not allow death to overtake us, God, but you allow us to walk in your peace and your prosperity. So, God, we honor you right now in the name of Jesus, and we give you total praise. Father, even as we step into this day, Father, we make sure, God, that we allow you to go before us. God, have your way. God, tabernacle us. Go before us and fight those things that are fighting against us, oh God, that we will have no doubt, no fear, no anxiety, no depression, God, no forms of paralysis, oh God, but that we shall be effective in your calling, that we shall be effective in the anointing that you have set forth for us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now, God, because as we pray, we believe by faith that it shall be so. God, we believe that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. So we ask that you will show up, show out, and do all that you have called us to do. And that's in Jesus' name. We give God a big praise. And if you would, do me a favor. If you would, just go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise in your own home. Give God a hand clap of praise wherever you at. Just worship him because of who he is. I thank God for his grace. I thank him for his mercy. I thank you that he kept me on last night. I thank him. I thank him. I thank him. Yeah. See, I don't know about y'all. A lot of people, we so quick to go to God to ask him for stuff. But how many of you are, will posture yourself to just thank him for all for all the things that he's that he's already done? Grandma used to say something like this, Mama Lynn. She said, "If I if I had ten thousand tongues, I still couldn't give him enough praise." And I don't know about y'all, but even if I had one million tongues, I still give, couldn't give him enough praise. I couldn't give him enough glory because he's done more for me than I've done for myself. And we live in a generation now that's so self-made. We live in a generation that's so arrogant. That's 
so bold. But truth is, I think less of myself only because of who God is. He created me to be greater. He created me to be to be this, that, and the other. But because of my life and then because of the mistakes in the humanity and me, I've made some mistakes. I've made some accidents. I've messed up, cut up, and acted a fool. But guess what? Because of the mercy that he has, because of his sovereignty, because of his love and his ability to forgive, he's continuously blessed me. And I thank God that each and every day that I'm able to wake up and pray again. I thank God that each and every day I'm able to wake up and start my life over again. I'm able to wake up and say, guess what? This is the day that the Lord has made and I will give him glory. I will give him praise. I will give him honor. This is the day that the Lord has made and I shall rejoice in it. This is the day that God has allowed me to be what he has called me to be. And guess what? I'm going to walk in it. So guess what? I encourage you to do the same thing. With that being said, though, it's time for us to go ahead and stop cutting to another song break. Y'all know what time it is. Once uh, It's 9.53 to be exact, but once 9 o'clock hit and everybody started hitting this room, you know what I'm saying? We'll never hear music again. And I apologize for being late on today, but guess what? Y'all know it's a Monday and I had a long weekend, so we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off the right way by getting ourselves, you know, with some praise and worship, a little morning devotion, and then we're going to go ahead and kick it back in. Do me a favor. If you have not already, share the room. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on your uh, clubhouse. Ping some people in the room. Tag some people in the room. Let them know that, hey, I'm in a space, space uh, a safe space. I like this energy. I like this vibe. And guess what? It will really bless your life. It was so interesting yesterday that I had the opportunity to work with one of my brand ambassador co-workers. And she was just telling me how, Prophet, I just love your podcast. And granted, she don't even call me Prophet. But you know what I'm saying? When she said me yesterday, she's like, Prophet. I said, hey, she says, I just love y'all podcast. Y'all be so funny. Y'all be, and I be like, listen, it's all up to God. I ain't even come up with this by myself. Like, I, it, if it wasn't for my assistant back then, guess what? I probably still wouldn't be doing this now. But it's somebody in your life who's called to be the midwife in your life. It's somebody in your life that's called to push purpose in your life. It's somebody in your life that's called to plant a seed. You'll be surprised how many baby, how many people don't like their baby daddy. But guess what? Mama Lynn, I realize it's somebody that's called to plant a seed in your life. Life so you can give birth to purpose and guess what you may not like them at the moment but guess what they're gonna allow you to get seed so you can give birth to the purpose well, i'm gonna stop right there because y'all gonna you know what i'm saying be like, what are you talking about listen i'm talking about giving seed a purpose i'm talking about giving seed a purpose who plants seed and don't give it a purpose who plants seed and don't expect the fruit from it i'm just saying this is that season and guess what you better expect it <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop because I'm expecting something out of my life right now. So guess what? I'm going to chill. We're going to cut to another song, and then we're coming right, 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 right back, okay? All right, let's go. Sing. Amen. Let's do it. Too far. 
Hey, Prophet, who sing that virgin? That's called Melvin. That's that's by Melvin Crisply. That's the one that we was talking about Friday. If you weren't here Friday, oh no, you weren't here. Yeah, yeah. So if you were here Friday, we were talking about how God is, you know, was remade and how they're changing the different versions of the songs and stuff like that. So that version is by Melvin Crisply. I'll drop it in the chat in just a second. Um, I'm, I got you. I'm gonna that send it. That is a good uh, version. I see we have a guest in the room. I ain't gonna put him on Front Street, but welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you caught off work today. We just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I believe by faith that when you start the day off with the right spirit, right gospel, right God, all that things tend, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, though, it's time for the scripture of the day. I'm a little bit behind because I woke up a little late. But hey, it's a Monday, and guess what? I think I think God's still going to bless me anyhow. So guess what? I'm going to go ahead and jump into the scripture of the day for today. All right, so scripture of the day for today comes from Proverbs 29, verse 25. Proverbs chapter number 29, verse 25, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation brought to you by BibleGateway.com, and it reads, Fearing people is a dangerous trap. But trusting the Lord means safety. I'm going to stop right there. That's all the reason. I'm going to read it one more time. It says, fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord is finding safety. I'm going to stop because that's it. That's it. If you was to read it in the King James version, New King James version, it says the fear of uh the fear of br- the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. There's not much I can preach or say about that because oftentimes we fear what men can do. I don't know what trial and tribulation and circumstances that you've been faced with before, but I've been faced with a lot of circumstances, tribulations, and and things in my life where people have talked about me, people have lied on me, people have you know what I'm saying deceived me people have lied to me <laughs> you know what i'm saying not lie on me but lied to me lied on me all the other stuff but guess what i want i realized that now i wonder i've realized that in trusting god relying on god and not actually fearing what these people do guess what i find safety i don't know what circumstances that you're in right now but I want to encourage you on today. Simple and small. I tell you every day. I'm nobody's doctor, pastor, senior leader, theologian, none of that expert. I'm this little baby prophet that God raised up from Birmingham, Alabama. And I decree and declare that this is your time to be safe. This is your time to be secure. 
This is your time to walk in who God is calling you to be with firmness and with the ability to stand strong. Why? Because guess what? God didn't call you to fear men. The Bible even lets us know that he did not give us the spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, peace, and a sound mind. So I want you to decree and declare that on the, on today, even as you go throughout the month of October, no matter what type of goons and goblins that you see, no matter what type of ghosts and devils and spirit that may try to come up, guess what? I want you to understand that the fear of man is it's a snare. It's a problem. It's, it, it's a non-factor for you. But as you trust in God, as you rely on him, guess what? That's when you will find safety. That's when you will walk in the spirit of his truth. So with that being said, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. It's Monday. Y'all know how I am. I'm a new music Monday type of person. And if you were in the conversation, I believe on last Friday or last Thursday, you kind of missed out because we had a powerful conversation about music, a good conversation about music. Um, of course, Fridays are unfiltered, unrecorded Fridays, so we never really record those episodes and post those on the podcast. So you actually have to be in the room. You have to be, you know, connected to actually hear those rooms. On Friday, we were talking about the gap and the bridge between ministry and songs and music and how the gospel is played out even within Christianity. And I think it's just so interesting because that is a legend legendary gospel song that that young man was just singing and it's called God is and it's so interesting that he was able to shift it and change it and move it like that now no cap I ain't gonna cap mama when I first heard it I was feeling some type of way I ain't know if I liked it or loved it or what I, I ain't know if I didn't like it I, I ain't know how to feel because truth is that's a legendary song and some songs you just shouldn't mess with you know what I'm saying some songs you shouldn't touch but it's interesting to see how that man brought how this young man brought that song to life and how he was able to be so creative with that song of course we all know Melvin Crisley from Sunday's best. That's how he got started. A lot of these gospel artists, because they don't have a platform, because they don't have, you know, opportunities to, you know, push them into the door, a lot of them are starting on platforms like Sunday Best. A lot of them are starting on their own church platform. You know what I'm saying? Hey, your church big, your church got to praise him, go ahead and sing on there. So a lot of them are starting that way and that are and are branching out. So shout out to Melvin Chrisley um, the third. Um, I think we've actually had a conversation about him and his family on here because I think they say his mom or dad is a singer or something like that. I'm not even sure. But yeah, shout out to him and what he's doing in the gospel music industry. Because like I said, even but though- Did thing, you hear the choir? Of course did you I hear did, the choir? Of course. That's why I was getting ready said, to play the original he, because it, some people ain't even heard the original. So I got to play both of them back to back because when you actually listen to them, you know what I'm saying, back to back, hear the uh, the new version and then hear the original version, you know what I'm saying, it does something to you. A lot of the young people, you know what I'm saying, that's why y'all was getting on me Friday so hard because truth is I'm still young, but I'm kind of old. I'm in the middle. I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of young people have heard of the uh, new version because, you know what I'm saying, it's been out for a couple of years. Melvin Christie was on Sunday's Best, so he was kind of popping. But a lot of the young folks Folks have I heard the older version? So what I'm gonna do next is play the older version because I feel like the choir. It's just is a real. little. It is. It's the same. It's just with a little more upbeat to it. Yeah, Not yeah. More it's more bouncy. We were a little more subtle, middle. Yeah, I was melodramatic. Know. That's what I call it, melodramatic. <laughs> yeah, I sound like opera. <laughs> it sound like opera. 
But that's why I say I'm gonna go ahead and plan because it's New Music Monday. And you have said, granted, you know, Melvin Crisley is new to some of the older saints because he's a young man. But you know what I'm saying? Some of the old music be new to the newer saints because they new saints. That's why I tell people, y'all got to get off some of these baby saints in Christ and stuff like that. Because just because y'all been saved as long as dinosaurs been alive don't mean. All right, you know now, all saying? right. You done went too far. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying about it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all been some of y'all been saved all y'all life, so y'all know all the good Derrick Coley's. Y'all know all the good Yolanda L. Y'all know all the good Shirley Caesar. Some of us just got saved two days ago, last week. We and just why somebody was I out in yesterday. my car? I don't know what the, it was either Saturday or Sunday. I was going somewhere. I mean, yeah. And why did uh, Daryl Crowley and Vanessa Armstrong song come up? I was like, shut the door. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, let's, let me go ahead and get to this next song so we can go ahead and start our check-in because y'all know it's already 9.09 on the dot. So we're a little late today. We checking in, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get the 8 o'clock hour and that. We just, we just popped on in here. So do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room. Go ahead and ping people in the room. You know what I'm saying? I need some help pinging people in the room because they don't be letting me pick because I'm the host. But if you can, go ahead and ping some people in the room. Go ahead and share the room. Let them know that we live, we living, and we in color. So go ahead, you know what I'm saying, so we can get started. All right? I'm going to go ahead and cut to the flashback of God is so we can hear the original. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it's still new to some people. So I'm going to go ahead, cut to this, and then we're coming right, right back, okay? All right, let's go.
mean, I, I, I love it. I'm telling you, I, I'm torn. I'm torn between the two. I'm torn. I'm torn between the two. Stop. Stop, Google. Good morning. 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 Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so we're working out. Maybe you called off work today. We're just trying to make sure that you, you know, starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right elevation, right education, right, you know, all the good stuff. Because I just believe that when you start your day off the right way with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't going to have, you know, saying no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritation, hangups, headaches, frustrations, because you definitely going to have some of those. But the great thing about it is when you allow God to go throughout your day and trust you, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, it's time for us to go ahead and check in. All right. So. Yeah, I know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your day? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? On a scale of one to ten, you know what I'm saying? How you starting the day? With that being said, Prophet, you know what I'm saying? You're going to go ahead and kick it off. You know what I'm saying? do 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 It's on you. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm having a fabulous, fantastic day. It's Monday. It's the second day of October. We're in the last quarter of the month. And I'm feeling pretty fantastic. I have nothing to worry about. If I die today, guess what? I know that I've given my purpose. I've done my mission. I've done all that God has called me to do. So I'm excited to wake up and have another opportunity to continue to further the mission and the purpose that God has given me. What's interesting is I had a, a conversation this weekend and it made me realize how valuable my voice is. Sometimes we don't realize that it's valuable, but guess what? You don't realize how valuable your parents' voice is until you, you get out the house. It wasn't until I got out my mama's house that I started saying, mama, you was right. Mama, I appreciate you. Mama, I love you. Now, while I was around her all the time, guess what, Mama Lynn? She got on my nerves. I ain't wanna hear that. I ain't wanna listen. But guess what? When I finally had a chance to get away, when I tried to step away, now it's, oh, mommy, I love you. Mommy, I miss you. Thank you so much for all you done. So I realize now that guess what? Everything that I say is valuable. Whether somebody listening or whether it's not, I have to realize that there is value in my voice and God has given me purpose. So I woke up on a 10 today. I woke up on a five, technically a 10, whatever, just to give God praise because it's another Monday, it's another month for me to honestly give God praise. And I think that's what I'm gonna do this month. Just continue to give God praise. Um, As far as the weather right now, the weather is about 67 degrees with a high of 84. I've been telling y'all for the last week that fall weather is creeping in. So we're officially done with 90 weather. So, yeah, we're going to be 60 and 80s, like, for the next week. You know what I'm saying? I think the highest we're going to get this week is probably about 85. And I don't mind because that means I get to start pulling out blazers. I get to start pulling out track suits and stuff like that. So I'm kind of excited about it. Fall fashions is my thing. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. But in addition to the fall fashions, you know what I'm saying, I just like seeing the colors of the leaves change. I like just seeing everybody's spirit when it gets close to the holidays. Even though, you know, uh, Halloween isn't, like, a... Uh, a holiday that, you know, Christians are supposed to celebrate or whatever. I love seeing people get ready to decorate their yard for the fall, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. I love seeing people in the outdoor activity because they don't look hot. They don't look, you know what I'm saying, exhausted. So it's really, really cool. I really like that. So, you know, I, I plan on seeing that this, um, this fall. 
Um, what else? Yeah, I think that's about it. You know what I'm saying? As far as the weather. As far as breakfast, there's no breakfast right now. Man, I've been kind of busy all weekend. Saturday was the only day that I had to myself, Mama Lynn. And I ain't even really happy to myself because I still had to clean up my house, had the dog, had to mop, had to sweep, had to vacuum, had to wash clothes. People kept trying to stop by because it was the only day I had off. So, of course, that was the only time people had to see me. You know what I'm saying? And then Sunday, of course, I was grilling. I was grilling and people had the opportunity too. But even still, no, that was Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday. See, I'm, I'm, I'm even mixing my days. Saturday, I was grilling. So everybody was stopping over, you know what I'm saying, saying hi. But then even Sunday was busy, 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 back on the road. So, hey, I can't complain, though, because God allowed me to be here today. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I met so many people yesterday and was so surprised how many people actually knew me. And they were actually... Like, they was like, proper, we listen to your part. I was like, oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Because granted, sometimes I be looking at my my, my, my my demographic and I be like, uh, am I only reaching older people? Do young people not get me? But it's crazy because young people do get me. But it's crazy because when we have these conversations from such a mature place, we never make space for younger adults. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, granted, y'all get on me and I'm not that young. But sometimes we never make space for the people who need room to make mistakes. So I think we're going to start incorporating that into our conversation as we go along. You know what I'm saying? Even as well as, you know, people who don't have the experience. We have to make sure that we're creating space for those people that have, you know, that have a different experience than us. So, yeah, I think that's my mood this morning. That's my levels this morning. I'm on a five. The weather's on a 66. Uh, what I said, 67, getting ready to be at 85. Ain't no breakfast, but, you know, as soon as you're outside of talk, we're going to start eating. And that's just it for me. Like I said, do me a favor. Pull to refresh to see who you guys are. If you're in the room, do me a big, big, big favor. Share the room. Share the gospel. If you like this room, if you feel like this is a fun, safe space, yeah, space, place, yeah. If you feel like this is a fun and a safe place, feel free to share the room. Get some people involved. Get some people excited. You know what I'm saying? Because you can also listen to the podcast even outside of having Clubhouse. You can listen to it through your browser on the internet. You could be at work on the internet, listen to it in the background like with just music. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and share the room. You know what I'm saying? Let's be a blessing. But Mama Lynn, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you. Good Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is 63 degrees here with a high of 86. I am, I am, I'm not quite a 10, but I'm past five. I'm gonna put it somewhere in the middle. I'm gonna say about seven, eight. Um, whoo, uh, breakfast, as y'all know, is my favorite thing. Coffee with French vanilla. Uh, and that's about it. Pop it. Okay. So let me let me tell you how God has affected me. The upbeat version, the first version you played. Yeah, that was my. Okay, now let's get this morning started. The second version made me really sit down and think about who God is and what He is. Right. So, yeah, you know, I like both versions, but when I need to really go deep, I'm going to pay the second, the original. Right. So, uh, like I said, and I ain't old as dinosaurs, and I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry. 
No, Mama Lynn, I ain't say you oldest dinosaurs. I said y'all been saved longest dinosaurs been alive. Y'all been <laughs> saved all y'all life, so you know, you know, since y'all been saved all y'all life, y'all ain't never went through no struggle. <laughs> what? I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But I, I, <laughs> I know you are, and I, I love and respect you. But I also want to remind you and everybody that's in the room. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, you know, if I act a little off and crazy, it's because I got a lot to celebrate. I love y'all. Amen. Amen. Shout out to breast cancer survivors. Like, let's stop right there and make that pause. I got to give it up for you. I got to give it up for you. Shout out to all the breast cancer survivors. I did not know that, Mama Lynn. And I'm going to give you your flowers while you're still here. Because that's often something that we don't do in the black community. Oftentimes in the black community, we don't give people their flowers when they really do. And when we see these type of months where it's called, um, you know, National National Suicide Awareness Month, um, National, you know what I'm saying, Breast Cancer Month, we need to stop and honor those moments. We need to stop and realize, you know what I'm saying, why that moment is there. They don't just name these months for nothing, but it's because they actually mean something to somebody. I'm someone who survived suicide. I'm someone who's tried to take myself out a couple of times because I never seen myself in 2023. You know what I'm saying? I never seen myself being able to live to this point and be accepted in the world, to be invited into the world, to even embrace myself in the world. So, you know what I'm saying? Last month was something for me to celebrate. Just like this month is something for Mama Land to celebrate because there are some people who didn't see themselves in October 2023. There are some people, you know what I'm saying, who never thought that they'll make it eight years when a doctor told them that they are only be here for six months so we have to stop sometimes and celebrate those moments because those moments are valuable and that's why i say when we come back to being the black community we gotta learn how to celebrate each other so let's go ahead and take one more moment you know what i'm saying y'all do it in church let's take another 30 seconds just to honor all the breast cancer survivors all the people that will survive those moments mama lynn this for you shout out to y'all All right, all right. So let's go ahead and continue with our check-in. Let's go ahead and get to our check-in. Because, you know what I'm saying, I don't want to prolong it. I was already late. And even though, you know what I'm saying, it's only a few of us in here. You know what I'm saying? I still like to go to Florida program, even when I'm late sometimes, which is why I'm trying to be more accountable. Especially as I go into the next year, man. Next year is going to be a leap year. And I'm telling God, man, put me in a position and a posture to where everything I do is working in my favor. Like, I'm telling you, like, put me in a position and a posture where everything is working in my favor. Yeah, I'm going to have some ups and downs, like I said, all the time. I'm going to have some bumps and bruises, some aggravation, irritation, and frustration. But put me in a position where everything is working out for my good. And I have faith in you to know that you're going to hold me up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how I am. But, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and continue with the check-in so we can get to another song. And then we're going to get into our news and hot topics. But I see my international friend in the building, Julie J. Julie, you back You you back in the States from Africa? Because you was gone for a long time. Wasn't you, Mama Lynn? Like, she was gone for a long time. Julie, tell me back. It's on you. Yes, I'm back. How you guys doing? I'm good this morning. She was gone six months, wasn't she? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> been gone half the year. I ain't that bad. Was gone, but I ain't that bad. 
But I'm gonna leave in a minute. <laughs> in a few weeks ago. Where you going now? Um, Tennessee. Okay. At least you were still in the states. Okay, yeah. they count. I know. I been to Tennessee. Yeah, fortunately going there, but. My, my signal is so bad, that's why I don't like to talk. I like to listen because I know Verizon is not having me messed up. I don't know why, I know smoke, so. But I'm good, everybody. How's everybody doing? We good, we good. What you eating this morning for breakfast? For breakfast, I had Starbucks. That's had Starbucks it? You just eating Starbucks only? I had Starbucks and a cheese, a cheese sandwich. That's it. Okay, a okay. Cheese sandwich. Very simple, very simple. I try to lose weight now. All that food I've been eating. <laughs> why are you talking about why you was on vacation? You ate too much food. You got to take a break. Let's eating a cheese, Danish ain't losing weight, Julie. Eating a cheese. Uh, <laughs> I know. Right, I'm trying. I'm saying, I don't know if that's going to help, technically. I am trying. Yeah, I try to lose weight because I put on 30 pounds. Hello, you put on thirty pounds when? Between for whole for a whole month, I put on thirty pounds. That's between New Orleans and then after I went to New Orleans, I went to Africa. After I went to Africa, I went to the Pop Coast. So I've been eating consistently. I'm not exercising. I'm not eating, but you know, I started my detox today, so I'm not eating that much like how I used how I ate. Oh goodness! But I'm like, girl, listen, I'm thirty pounds. You see it in my neck. You don't see it in my body, but in my neck, you can see the. I'm so down. weak. That's your neck, Julie. Hold on, Julie said you see it in the neck. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I say, "Lord, my face is so chubby." <laughs> <laughs> so when you gain weight, in your, you gain weight in your neck. You don't gain weight in the rest of your body. <laughs> Oh, man, listen, oh, listen, I read in 198 now. I have to go back. I have to go back. I read in 198. I have to be like 170. Lord, and Thanksgiving read around the corner. Christmas around the corner. Oh, Lord, it's the food for me. That's crazy. Oh, I know. I went, but then I still look nice, though. I still look nice. You know, my hips fuller. Everything's fuller. <laughs> uh, but, um. Hey, well, I mean. I was gonna say you were supposed to. I ain't gonna cap. I don't blame you for eating. It's just how your body works. Cause I would have been over there eating everything under the sun and still in the game. No way. You, you're very slim. You don't put no way. Use one of them people. You remind me of my best friend. Would be able to eat. Eat, 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 and never put a damn weight at all. None. Don't gain no weight. I wish I had the Almatazza better. I wish I had that. Probably we needed Julie when we were talking about airlines because she been flying everywhere. She done went to the Bahamas. She done went to who knows where. And then she came back home, went to New Orleans, and then she left New Orleans and went to Africa. And now she's back home. And now she getting ready to go where? No, Mama Lynn, she went, she went straight from New Orleans to Africa. She didn't even go back home. She didn't even go back home. And she left from New Orleans and went straight to Africa. Just out there in these streets. Man, listen, I, I must say, 
thank God I'm back home. I miss working everything, but thank God I'm back home. Oh Lord, I miss my bed. Ain't nothing like your bed. Yeah, facts. No matter how many hotels you stay in, no matter how luxurious it is, it's nothing like your own home. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, prophet, I read, I read the stuff for the um for the Sarah Jakes twenty twenty four. You know they don't have they they already then sold all their tickets. I probably get the last ticket. The last ticket was like two ninety seven. Hold on, I mean you that's my um. You talking about Evolve. woman Evolve? Yeah, yeah it's just she a sold out, for next year. She sold out already for next year. Yeah, and I catch it the last, the last part. I actually wanted the front seat. I wanted the VIP and, and the front seat. I actually, that was sold out. So finally, I settled for the um. They have gold platinum tickets. Um, the first one was three hundred ninety-seven, and then the second was two ninety-seven, and then just the regular one, you know, for one ninety-nine. What? Yeah, Julie, I'm, 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 I'm Julie. I'm planning my conference. We was just talking about that Friday. I'm planning my conference. I hope you come. My, I'm, okay, I'm planning you know, to wake it up with the profit 2024. You gonna come? I'll be there. You know that sure? anywhere I have to get away from work, I'm good. You had okay, anywhere I have to get off from work, I'll come. Don't treat me like I'm no stranger now, y'all. Cause come April, I'm gonna be like, hey, it's profit birthday again. Conference and turn up like y'all do all the other church events. Pull up. <laughs> Once you have some good speaker, make sure Pastor Charles there. Pastor Charles gonna be preaching Sunday morning. What you mean? He preaches Sunday morning. Him, Pastor Jerry, and Pastor Jacob all in the preaching Sunday morning. We gonna have a Sunday morning revival. All I'm doing is gonna host. That's it. I'm a host. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be the master ceremony Sunday morning, and then I'm let them get up like it's the seven last words, and we're gonna let them do seven last words. <laughs> That's the job. We're gonna let y'all get up. Yeah, I got three minutes apiece. <laughs> it's gonna be Jared, Jacob, and then Pastor Charles we're gonna close it out. They got three minutes apiece. <laughs> You don't, you don't think that would be good idea? Dad, Dad, with the seven last yeah. words, they know I'm giving them seven minutes since the seven last words. You give them the Okay, Mama Lynn, I give you know, minutes. You know, you know, if Pastor Jerry get up there, it's going to take more than three minutes. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, Pastor, Pastor Charles might stay within the limit. I give him that much grace, but if he go over, it's okay. But you talking about mm -mm, three minutes ain't gonna work. You're right, Mama. Lynn. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give them at least ten, fifteen, cause um, you know, it's gonna be a regular service. So yeah, you know I'm saying they, they, they all deserve. You know, what I'm saying fifteen, twenty minutes each. I'm talking about if I let them come on here and talk thirty minutes a day, I'm sure that I, they, can, I can get up there and preach for at least fifteen. Oh, I can need Pastor Josh to come. What are you talking about? Do you need a smooth atmosphere first? <laughs> well, that's up to him. Yeah, put that in the package. Put it what in the package. <laughs> Good morning. We planning the conference, Pastor Charles. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs>
Lord have mercy that them put me out there already. Julie, Julie, Julie is requesting you. So I'm putting you on that for the people. Julie requested you. Hi, Julie. Hi, hi. I missed you. Now, Pastor Charles, you know we right. You know we right. Three minutes ain't long enough. Uh, I don't, yeah. Charles, go ahead and check in and tell us how you feel. Good morning. Good, hey, yeah, three minutes ain't long enough, but good morning. It's a good day. <laughs> a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? Yes, I am happy today. I guess I'm at a 4.95. Um, I have to get myself together actually to go to, I, have a, I get a monthly chiropractic appointment and stuff, so... I'm going to go there, get myself together now to get my, to go. And, um, but it's a great day. Oh, mm-hmm. blessed us yesterday. And uh, I tell you, I'm feeling pretty good about that. It was like the preached, And then my wife comes up behind me and she does her thing and she gets happy. And because it was, it was funny. Um, I, I talked about blood flow yesterday. Um, talking about in, in the pulse, in our pulse series. And, um, and so I look back and no one, nobody on the organ, nobody on the keyboard, nothing like that. And so I didn't, I was thinking, you know, it'd be great to have a, I was going to sing one of the blood songs, you know. I know it was the blood for me or something like that, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And so I just kind of like, you know, left it. And then, but then the Lord wanted it done as my wife started singing it. And I was like, wait about a keyboard. Let me go ahead on the organ and then a keyboard and start playing. No, you did, and, Pastor Charles. You went and hopped on that organ. Yeah, I had no choice. Somebody had to do it. And I'm then, so then, then, then here they all come. Here they all come out. You know how 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 like little roaches come out out of the thing, just kind of like oh, in and out. <laughs> here, they, here the musicians come out, come in and out. And <laughs> they then, ran up there like roaches. They, no, but they, no, they was in and out. You know, like the roaches when when the, when the lights cut on. They they gone, you know. They they running. I don't know how the world they. they but anyway, but 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 when they when when you got company, they inch out. They kind of inch out, kind of slow. Come out on, you know, in the corner. They don't they don't make they don't want to make a big scene and everything necessarily. But but they got they got to come out because it's just it's a, it's in them right. But anyway, like a little puppy coming. dog that know they got in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that one you got that I told you not to get, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, um, look, I'm gonna come bring it to you because you're getting on the nerves. Mm-mm, don't don't I told you don't bring it to me. I haven't told you. I haven't told. You. But anyway, so anyway, so I I was on the keyboard, and the thing was it was left on uh, on like Benny Hinn strings. Oh, so I was like, where's the piano? And I said, oh, let me just. It's got to be number one. I don't care wherever you go. If you if your keyboard is number one, it's got to be the key. It's got to be piano. So I pushed the one. Boom! There's there's piano. And then um, then my son was on the organ. He got on the organ, and everybody came in. The bass player, guitar player, everybody just just you know they they just do that for 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 Lady Reed. They just they, they just do it. And all of a sudden it was over. So I went and got off the keyboard and went and sat down again. Then uh, they got to start egging her on and starting to kick up start shouting and then that's what happened they started they got kicking up and then i saw my son reaching over to the keyboard like he's gonna play the organ in the keyboard at the same time because he hit them the keyboard is in a separate you know next you know right next to you instead of being on the top of the organ and then he started playing it i was like you want me to play and he said yeah and so he he slipped off of the organ and he held that chord i got the chord 
helped, got on there and start playing the organ. And they were shocked that I knew the that I knew the uh, changes that they do. You know, like, uh, hello. <laughs> it's not that hard. Thank the Lord. Said, Most people can't keep up with us. I'm thinking like your blood, the, your blood you got is is from me, forcing in your veins. Give me a break. But anyway, they got to kick it up. And they they shouted for a little bit. And I, I believe that uh, <laughs> it's one of them things. You know, you pray for me. It's these little things, though, that, that make you feel good, by the way. Yeah, so it yeah. is. Yeah, so I, was in, I enjoyed playing with my children, playing the organ with my children. That's what's up, Pastor Charles. And shout out to your son's birthday. Uh, your son's birthday. Because I just, you know, yeah, I know we be watching on Facebook and stuff. Um, so I, that, that was my first time seeing all three of y'all in a picture together. I think this past weekend. That was one of my weekend highlights. I was like, oh, look at Pastor Charles and his son. Okay, so yeah, it was it was my oldest son's birthday. And uh, he, wa- he, he wanted for his birthday, wanted me to make him some stew, like a pot of stew that I make, and um, some carrot souffle. So I made it, and and then I was like, oh, since we're all together, let me do this son's, this son's uh, National Son's Day thing. I said, I know I'm a day late and dollar short, but since I got my boy, let me take a picture. Here we go. That was it. And we had Nerby all wearing the same color. What's up with that? That wasn't fun. I mean, yeah, we're all same-minded. Like father, like son. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, but I'm, I'm a 4.95 now, and I'm feeling pretty good. And uh, the weekend was great. Uh, and and uh, I, I gotta say, uh, somebody, the, uh, the guy, the people that we have, uh, that does our does some our graphics and stuff like that. Man, they posted this thing right after church. It was the best. It was like, yeah, this is how you do it. <laughs> yeah, Lord, it was so surprising, and like, we were like, who did this? And yeah, just liking it and sharing it and stuff. I was like, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so funny. I told you I could do do more when I have more time on my hand. But this is the first weekend I actually had. I'll pass the Charles, so I appreciate it. <laughs> it was, you're so funny. You're so in, essence, in essence, don't expect that every week. That's what you're trying to tell me. Okay. No, I'm, I'm definitely, now that I know a, a, a way of handling, actually how to handle it in the right way for y'all, oh, I'm a definitely, I got you. <laughs> I'm working that even into the plan I got for you for the next two months. I got you. I got you. Well, I got a. <laughs> that's part of your. So one of one, That's part of your transition plan. I'm gonna teach you. I'm gonna teach you. It's easy. So one of one of the youth, right? One of the youth. Uh, um, we we did we had a, a meeting for technology for the church and stuff like that. And one of the youth, they actually make these funny clips of me doing crazy stuff, right? And when I when I'm preaching. And um, so they did this one where I was running. I was talking about. Oh, I uh, see it running around. I said, Pastor Josh, be moving. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. But it, I can't believe how many hits it got, you know? I was like, okay. So people get to see the real me, on, in a, and then they get nosy and then got to figure out what else am I doing. So, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yes. I think that's the great part of ministry. People want to know that people aren't always sitting on pedestals. I think people want to know, like, what are they teaching? What are they preaching? If everything they say is condemning you or sending you to hell, then where's the inspiration in it? Which is why you see so many clips now of people who got 15 seconds to say, God still love you despite what you're going through, and it'll go viral. You know what I'm saying? Because people want to hear 
more of the hope that brings joy into the world versus those things that cause us to feel more insecure, more inadequate and more flawed about who we are. Like, I don't think that's like, that's not smart marketing. And maybe it's just me. But yeah, like I got like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. I see Ebony then pop there. Ebony, good morning. I'm reading this comment because truth is, y'all, one of my weekend highlights is talking about this witchcraft topic. Everybody want to talk about witchcraft all of a sudden. And y'all know me. I'm somebody that wake it up. Because I really think people, like I said last week, y'all sometimes be traditional with no education. Then sometimes be education with no tradition. Then sometimes be in the middle, whatever the case may be. And y'all know me. I believe in waking this stuff up. We too smart. We too churchy to be not church. So I think this week we're going to talk about witchcraft. But before we get into any of it, you know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and. You know, let Ebony check in. We're going to cut to another song break into our new Hot Topics flow. And then we're going to get into it because, Pastor Charles, I'm so confused on what witchcraft is right now. Ebony, it's on you. Do -do -do -do. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Sorry, I'm in late. Baby boy had an OT appointment. And we literally were born right back out the house uh, to another appointment. But um, I am five. Um, I still don't feel great, but you know, all is well. Um, let's see. I've had iced coffee. I don't think I'm going to eat anything for breakfast. Um, the weather, I don't know what it is right now, but I know it's supposed to be 80. Let's see. It's 69. It's supposed to be 82 today. So we are having a really weird late fall heat wave. I don't know. It's supposed to be 82 literally all week. Um, Let's see what else. Yeah, I guess that's it for my, my check-in. So um, I'll be here as long as I can. His other appointment's at 10.30. So I will be listening in and I'll contribute where I can. Ebony, what was the weekend like? What was the church like Sunday and whatnot? Church was good Sunday, but I can't lie. I was kind of doped up on Theraflu. So I was kind of... <laughs> I thought I they stopped... Hold on, Just doped up on Theraflu. I thought they stopped making Theraflu. No. Hmm. Theraflu is very much alive and around. Um, it's very effective. So yeah, it's just kind of dumped up. I um I did end up finally just giving in and going to urgent care. Uh, Friday night because I was miserable and I could not get it together and I was scared I might have had COVID. No COVID, uh, but I do have pneumonia. So they put me on a, a ton of medicines and stuff. Um, so no fever today is my first day waking up without a fever. Thank God. Um, I think that's why I feel a bit, a bit better. I can move around a bit more. Um, as y'all can hear, my voice is still not back, still coughing and all that jazz, but, um, on the men and that's what matters. So yeah, um, I was literally just in the house sleep. I dragged myself out of bed to go to church. Like I said, I was, I mean, great sermon, great sermon. I didn't sing or do anything else. Um, but I barely made it through church. I got in the car and I was knocked out. My husband had to wake me up. He actually let me sleep for like 10 minutes in the car before we pulled up. He's like, you were sleeping so good. I did not want to wake you up. So me and the kids just sat here to let you sleep. Um, but yeah, I, I drug myself right into bed. And thank God I'm a wise woman. Before we left for church, I threw some food in the crock pot. So I came home. Their dinner was ready. They ate. I went right back to sleep. So I just slept all weekend, basically, besides going to church. So. Uh, that's my weekend highlight. Okay, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I'm glad everybody, you know, enjoyed their weekend for the most part. 
Um, like I said, my mom was kind of excited because I was not booked at all this weekend. Um, it was good. Well, technically I was booked for like a party, but yeah, no, I really staff a lot of events here in Atlanta as well. So I technically wasn't booked, but my staff was booked. So I went and hung out. <laughs> I was walking around. I was having fun. It was an event called Everyday People here in Atlanta. Um, that I think, I don't know if it's a production company, a party company, whatever, but they're literally one of those companies that just go to different cities and host events. And it was just amazing to see so many beautiful black people just turning up, having fun. And what's interesting is seeing people actually who will be recognizing me. Not, and of course, most of the, you know, most of my staff are, are girls and models who I already work with, who I already book and stuff like that. So it's interesting when they already know me and I find that they listening to the podcast or paying attention because, you know what I'm saying, they work for me, they want to say book stuff like that. So of course they keeping up. But it's interesting, you know, when you see so many people or when you're in an atmosphere and don't really know that people recognize you or don't really know that people notice you. So I think that was real fun and real interesting to see this weekend. So I think, you know, it was an amazing weekend for me. It was an amazing weekend for Pastor Charles, Ebony, Mama Lynn. I think even in the audience, for all yeah, I want y'all to start dropping y'all weekend highlights in the audience too. Like if there's some fun that you did, let us know. Because I love hearing about that. Like I said, I think that's what builds community in so many people. One thing that I realized as I keep going through um through conversation with people is noticing how valuable things are how valuable life is i think we live in a world now that just devalues everything and granted some things do need to be tossed out because you don't want to be a hoarder but at the end of the day i think we sometimes need to understand the value of tossing things out and passing it down some things we, we i think some things we toss out and then sometimes we should really just pass things down even if you don't toss it out just pass it down give it to somebody you know what i'm saying grandma's ring don't really probably need to be in this house but give it to you know what i'm saying give it to the next the, the one coming up you know what i'm saying these old newspapers pretty probably should be thrown out and tossed out but sometimes pass it down because the value in passing things down Oh, I think it's way more valuable than tossing it out. And I was having a conversation with a lady, and you'll be surprised. It'd be old white folks turning up, too, outside with us sometimes. And it'd be crazy because, you know, there are old white people that be, that was, that's was that been down since the 60s. I know we had this conversation, I think, like, last week when we were talking about, like, church and education and history and stuff like that. But it'd be, I'd be realizing, like, it'd be old white people that's been down since the 60s and 70s with black people. But at the same time, they don't never get credit. They don't never, you know what I'm saying? They don't, they, they've been pushing too, you know what I'm saying? And I just think it's interesting because having conversation with people teaches me to continue to value people. It continues to teach me how to honor people, which is why, I don't know, this witchcraft conversation is kind of interesting because we I've seen this conversation on Facebook that I jumped into it, really don't even care about. But I jumped into it before because every time somebody kind of reintroduced themselves to me and they're a new Christian, they bring the topic up. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, there's another prophet who's going kind of viral. His name is Prophet uh, Lofi Elias or something like that, who, who's, who's been kind of, he's kind of been in a culture church circuit culture thing a lot lately and a lot of people are talking about like him and his practices or him and like how he do how he does things and even the witchcraft aspect of it and whatnot and i'm kind of curious as well as confused i'm curious but as well as confused because truth is we was even talking about it last uh last week about how people in africa do some crazy stuff but here in america we do some crazy stuff too but it's also white white 
white and not it's, it's it's you know what i'm saying like it's white people and not or how we put it like you know what i'm saying it's white witchcraft i guess i don't know but i'm trying to figure out pastor charles like and we finna have this conversation right after the break if we got some moving hot topics we can probably throw that in because i don't see too much going on in the world besides the government did shut down but the truth is i really don't care about that because even if the government shut down guess what the bible lets me know that the government is upon jesus's shoulders and guess what that i'm gonna continue to thrive no matter what but you know what i'm saying that was my news hot topic segment because i ain't worried about the government shutting down but if it was some other news hot topics we'll probably address that but i really just want to kind of get more into this witchcraft topic because I'm confused, but I'm curious. And for somebody who's 30 and grew up in church, mm, I thought witchcraft was manipulation. I thought witchcraft was trying to take control of people. I thought it was something else. Now it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is right now. So yeah, we finna go ahead, cut to a quick song break, and then we're just gonna come back. Like I said, jump into casual conversation. And, you know, continue to flow with the, the, the vibe. With that being said, y'all put me on this music Friday. And Mama Lynn, they missed praise and worship earlier this morning, which is why I love being able to cut back into the song breaks throughout the show. But y'all missed praise and worship this morning. We kind of messed with the old songs, but we kind of messed with the new songs. And one thing I learned this weekend, in addition to Friday, is what's new to y'all, or correction, what's old to y'all is still new to me. Or even within a generation of people that, you know, I work with and deal with. What's sometimes old to me is new to them. What's new to them is sometimes old to me. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be. And I realized that this this Daryl Coley, oh, he's a vibe. He's a bop. So, you know what I'm saying? Since it's new school, I mean, not new school. It's since it's new music Monday, but this is old school, I'm going to try to incorporate it. Because sometimes, like I said, our young people need to know more about these people who were actually trailblazers versus the people who we see trailblazing. Amen? Amen. With that being said, I'm going to cut to this song, and then we're coming right, right back. Let's go. Calling Daryl. Daryl, come up, Daryl Coley, everybody.
It's time to stand up and stretch. Let's take a break for 10 minutes.
Sir! That man better thank. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Let me stop right there. I, 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 I miss his voice. I miss him singing. I mean, oh my gosh. Woo-wee. So now you understand, Prophet. Now you understand. See, Mama Lad, don't do that. I told y'all. You know, what's, what's old to y'all just... is new to us as young people. That's why I say this podcast is so informative as well as funny and educational and entertaining because, like I said, some of the young folks who I be around and, you know what I'm saying, like, granted, I hang around some older people, I hang around some younger people too. A lot of us ain't know about Daryl Cole in this song, but it's amazing. I'm sorry, this was the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. They brothers. Uh, I want to say K&K or J&J Mime. They mime to this mime. song. Oh, K&K Mime. I they tear it up. Don't they have me? Oh, my God. What is the YouTube video? Oh. Yeah, you should be able to find huh? them on there. K&K Mime. They're twins. Yeah. They tear it up. I remember. I remember the first time I seen them live, they came to the church we used to belong to. I mean, they told the church up. Oh, I've seen them before. Okay. Them them brothers is bad. Yeah, I've seen them before. I just they're twins. Yeah. They they're twins. Yeah, I've seen them before. They went viral years ago. Okay. Where are they yeah. now? I guess we probably had to do one of them. Where are they now? Shows. Facts, because I've actually seen them. Where before. are they married? I've seen with this children. video specifically. <laughs> they married with children and uh, what else? Uh, they they go around and they do a lot of teaching and I don't know if they still do a lot. Uh, uh, mammon. I think the last. That was, that's I a lost seen, art in the church. <laughs> the last time I seen them, man, was uh, they did uh, uh, Donnie McClurkin's song. Or was it uh, one in the uh, Marvin Wyman's song? Um, dang, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I'm trying to think, 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 think. Uh, We fall down, but we get up. I think that's the one. That's the last one I seen. Nope, it was something else. I have to figure it out. I'll let you know. Yeah, I have to. But, but that art of of miming is is very Lost. very um, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. Um, I think what some people act like miming is simply putting makeup on, and you acting out. <laughs> a song. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. True, but the true art of miming, I mean, you got to look at some other other sources because they're doing stuff like you ever seen that Geico commercial where that one of the one of the employees is a is a mime or something like that, and and all of a sudden they said, um, "Yeah, come on over and come on over and have a have some coffee with us or have something with us." And he starts walking over there, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, he, the wind has got him. The wind has got him. <laughs> See, there's a whole lot of 
art, there's an artistic yeah. thing to that that it's like they help you see what is not seen the struggle yeah and, and but they yeah but it's really really you know that your imagination is turned up but it's but there's a lot more to it that it then like i said just swaying back and forth and 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 just acting it out there's there's a whole lot of punctuated things i, I don't know if anybody else knows what i'm talking about but yeah i, I think marcel exaggeration of it all yeah it's like um you know, Marcel Marceau was probably, I, I want to say that's one, um, but there's different ones that's out there. Um, um, even Michael Jackson got his move from this particular, well, he, he saw it, this guy doing this thing is a famous, uh, famous uh, artist that does, does that Marcel kind of thing. Marceau so wouldn't have praised down so the old Prophet Charles. Was he? I'm looking at this one. This is a white man. He wouldn't have praised Nelson. No, but he's one of the ones that was like the head of I me. Mean, he was he was a, he was the one that kind of started. He was it. a trailblazer and being a mom. Yeah. Okay. And, and when you start to see some of the different things that he did and the movements and stuff like that, you'll you can kind of see where they got it from. The K and K mind, they were doing it pretty much. It was other folks was kind of doing it, but they really took it and used their being them being twins to kind of really make that thing go. Yeah, I mean, they worked it. I, I gotta say, yeah, because I can tell. Like, I ain't gonna cap. Like, I, I'm remembering some of their videos from when they was in TDJ Church when they did one of my favorite songs. Even though I was talking about it last week, because everybody did praise dance a mom to the song when they did. I told the story. Like, I love their their ability. You know what I'm saying to speak through their body language. But that's why I say it's a lost art. Because if you look at church nowadays, we don't have too many people in church actually miming. And actually praise dancing like, you know, with detail. Most people in there be waving the flags. And no no slight to the people waving the flag. Baby, wave your flag, twist and turn all around. But that was literally an art to like those who did like praise dance mime type of thing. When they would listen to the music and let the music minister to you. When we see, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it was that extra emphasis on when the wind started blowing, the lightning started clashing, then the clouds move away. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a guy named uh, Todd Farley. Todd Farley, um, he, uh, we would we would go to uh, um, this conference called the International Worship Institute back in the day. And, um, that's kind of one of those uh, things where they really brought the arts together. And Todd Farley did a real big class on mime, and he had them. He had some folks really working. And let me tell you, it was it was amazing. That's what's up. That's true, true ministry. And what's crazy is that's art that speaks. I feel like ministry should be. I don't know. It's always. I think it always should involve every aspect of God, and I think God is always creative and artistic. But sometimes we're so quick to shout it away. That's why even Friday I played. You know what I'm saying? Um, the gospel song with Tasha Cop and Nicki Minaj. Granted, yeah, somebody had mentioned it earlier, but that's what, even why I played that too. Because I think sometimes we're so quick to demonize things that we don't see the creative and the artistic aspect of who God created us to be, like. Mm, yeah, I get it. Some things can be, you know, a toxic for our ears if you listen to it too much or whatever. But at the end of the day, I think that there's always room for collaboration and creativity. But maybe that's just me. But I see Dr. Trinity popped in the room, and we ain't got to the conversation yet, Dr. Trinity, but we're going to hop in really quickly. 
But I definitely see you to popped in the room and I definitely want you to, you know, go ahead and greet the people, check in, let us know how you feeling. And then I'm going to go ahead and refresh so we can pop into this conversation. Cause the truth is we're talking the whole week to learn about, I mean, I don't care. We're going to talk about some other things this week, but for right now, I got to figure out what's going on from this weekend. And one of the major topics that I seen this weekend was about this witchcraft topic. Everything seems to be witchcraft nowadays. Everything want to be demonic nowadays. And we kind of had a conversation session last week that says is it demonic or are you just not educated because educated can sometimes bind you to your tradition but dr trin i'm trying kind of confused and curious on what what is really witchcraft so i want you to check in and then we're gonna go ahead and hop into that conversation listen i'm gonna check in because uh real quick but i have a 10 30 appointment and so i if the room is still open i'll try to come back uh, around 11 something of uh, almost 12. If, I don't know if it's going to be open, but uh, very interesting conversation, very in- interesting topic. And, and, you know, October is that time of year that everybody want to go. And I seen the, the movie, the Exodus thing on, on the TV. I was like, Oh my Lord, they just, they just always trying to bring out every demonic force there can be. Uh, but checking in, um, it is about almost close to 60, I don't want to say 60 some degrees outside. Uh, it's going to be in the eighties today here in the DMV. I think it is. Um, and so, um, but, uh, it's a, a nice cool day to do walking and, and some exercise. So, uh, I might get that in early, um, after my meeting, uh, and so I have my cup of coffee. I just had a Danish this morning. I wanted some, you know, I, it's kind of getting fall. So I, I was getting to the taste where I was like, oh, I want some, some eggs and some, um, oatmeal. And, and then I was like, no, nah, I don't want all that. And then I, you know, so I'm at the point where it's warm, well, a cold getting chilly in the morning. So I, I want some to warm my bones as my mom would say, get some warm your bones. And, and so I wanted some home food, but I, I just said, I'll, I'll just pass on that because I have to get ready for me, my meetings and I don't want to be over in meetings, have sleep. <laughs> and so, um, so that's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, and then that's, a. My weekend was really good. I just uh, kind of like went to the harbor. I uh, went to the harbor yesterday and and went out to enjoy some of the sun and and did some things around the home and and stuff like that. And so I'm just preparing for um for this next um, big wave of things that's going to happen in my life and and so I'm excited about that profit and. And so I, I think that's that's all my check in. And like I said, I'm, I'm excited. Got a couple of meetings this week and a couple of great things is going on. Uh, great testimonies and and um, doing some things with the, the state of Florida since they um, um, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, on Friday, I got this news that they're going to do some things based off of uh, my brother getting killed um, and getting hit by a driver. So they redoing the whole work, the whole working system of the the road work. Uh, and so they are working and collaborating with me and my family and seeing what our needs are. So pre-planned for that, uh, we're working with our lawyers on that as well. 
Uh, so, um, but the, it's so ironic that they can find $54 million, Pastor Charles, $54 million to do some road work, but they kind of, kind of saying they ain't, they ain't responsible for my brother's death. Uh, so they'd have found this $54 million though. Uh, and I, and I say $54 million to go and, um, do the road work and put new signs and new all this, all this stuff. But, uh, but they can't, uh, say that they had, uh, anything to deal with, um, the cause of my, my brother's injury. Uh, I should say my brother's death. Uh, so I'm going to dock my yacht. Uh, and I did see yachts yesterday. I was at the Harbor. Um, I went down to the Harbor and then I end up going down to, um, down to Georgetown, if y'all familiar with DC, down in the Georgetown area, uh, and was all in front of the big yachts. I mean, big, big, big yachts. Uh, they was they parked the yachts to go to the restaurant. So I was down at, uh, and they parked their yachts to go, uh, t- parked their yachts to go into the restaurant. So I was able to get on uh, one of them. And so, um, yeah, yeah, he was real nice. But I'm going to dock my yacht. And uh, you guys have a wonderful week. Uh, if I don't talk to you before then, um, have a blessed day. Dr. Trina, I was just, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, I was just going to say, I wonder has she been to see the yachts? Because I ain't heard in a long time. And you know, the weather getting ready to change. And sister ain't going to be able to go down there and sit on them yachts. So, you know, I'm glad to hear that. I'm sorry to hear about your brother. But also, did y'all know that in Florida, that if you win the lottery and you owe uh, unemployment, they take your lottery winnings. I just want to drop that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mama Lynn. I was like, what? <laughs> It's a random piece of information for her come from. But I mean, hey, I don't plan to own no taxes in Florida. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry, but I, I received Mama Lynn. I, I, I received that. I had a phone call coming in and I was trying to let them know I have to get off for my other call. But, uh, but listen, Mother Lynn, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, something going on down in Florida. So it seemed like doors are opening up in the Fort Lauderdale. Dr. I guess. Trina, I thought black people was banned from Florida. I thought we were going to Florida. Listen, uh, they they seem to be if they gonna give out the little checks as they say I should say little checks, but if they finding ways to do things and and we got a call right now uh, the the chief of police and the assistant chief and the city manager who's over the the, the city of uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale uh, has been corresponding with me along with the mayor uh, for the last month and so. Uh, within three, like I told somebody within three, less than three weeks, I was telling my brother, I said, with less than three weeks, they come up with 54, almost close to, cause the project itself could be anywhere from 54 to a hundred million, 54 to a hundred. They, I, I'm saying the low end. So, um, but I, they stop everything. It's going to end up being in the, the high end of like close to $75 million, uh, to do the repairs on the road. If they can come up with that profit, and it's been prophesied to me that I'll be round money, and I, I that I'm gonna have a yacht, and these all the other things. Listen, I need Walk to go in. where. Listen, I'm gonna go on down there, 
and let somebody get on here and give me one of them things. And, and listen, Mother Liam, I'm, I'm planning on, listen, when I get down there, because I wasn't looking at Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale was not on the radar. I was trying to go to Tampa or down to Crystal uh, uh, Clearwater or somewhere like that. I wasn't trying to say on that side, on this side of the world, but listen, wherever they may give it. Listen, wherever, listen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, wherever, listen, I, if the opportunity is there and they, they want us to come to the brown, the groundbreaking ceremony in January, they've already asked me, will that work? So listen, I, I'm going to walk with it, apostle. Uh, I mean, a prophet, listen, I call you apostle, apparently that's going to happen, uh, but I'm going to walk with that prophet. So um, I'm speaking it and I'm walking in my million. Um, because God told me before the end of the year that millions would be in my account. So uh, that's what we get ready to do. Uh, and I, I'm just declaring it. So if they got 54, they got to give me something somewhere. Amen. I receive it. Well, that, I receive you calling me a pastor as well. I receive you. You walking in that money. Because truth is, hey, when God bless me, he got me in my that. neighborhood. Amen. I'm telling you, that's what's wrong with people nowadays. They too, they they think like, uh-uh. When God bless me, that means he blessed my neighbor. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He in my neighborhood. When doc, God blessing Dr. Trina, that means he blessing my neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We receiving that. He in the neighborhood. You yeah, one person away that's... from your next breakthrough. You one person away from your next blessing. And if you can say, and, and people don't take this serious because they think it's one of those church cliches, but no, if you can shout for your neighbor, guess what? That blessing gonna overflow to you because truth be told, I'm I'm trying to learn Dr. Trina's ways. I want to get government contracts and marketing. Dr. Trina, somebody uh recently on the podcast, uh, I think it was Miss Lashina, somebody showed me how to get the contracts, but now I'm trying to get all the people in place to actually maintain it. Because because what's the point of God giving you something to have if you don't have the capacity exactly. to hold it? You know what I'm saying? So many people want God to give them something, but you got to have the capacity to hold what God gives you to handle. So I'm, I'm trying to get like that. That's why I say, I, yes, Lord, you got to be used wisdom. You got to mm -hmm. use wisdom. Yeah, uh, yeah. Either subcontract them out. See, that's the yeah. thing that I do. I subcontract some of my work out uh, so that way I'm the main source, but I can subcontract it. And, and so, so that way you find another company that wants to partner up with you and you subcontract, but you hold the, the contract. Uh, and so, so it's, it's things that you can do profit. So don't, don't overwhelm yourself, but, yeah, yeah. but make sure that you have the right people. If you got something that somebody is telling you, make sure you, you kind of follow the lines, but also don't overwhelm yourself and going and getting all these staffs. And people um, mm -mm, subcontract right. that out to other organizations, other agencies. If you need a virtual assistant, subcontract that out. If you need some other, no, don't take on all that because then that's the liability. Yeah. And and people don't tell you about the liability. Yeah. They tell you how to get it, but then it becomes a liability. Mm -hmm. And you got to be used wisdom because when you subcontract some of that stuff off, out, you can uh, write it off as a business expense. Uh, but staffing, you don't write off it as quick as if you was to subcontract it. So listen, I, let me not come in here to teach. Uh, I, I see JY is in here. Uh, JY, I'm so I'm, I'm I'm godly proud of you uh, by uh, following the directions of what God told you to do. But that's just the beginning. I want to say that and leave that word of encouragement with you. I hope you can hear me. I think you might be on the phone. Uh, but Mother Lynn, you tell him uh, that uh, I believe and I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is just the beginning, the ministry as well as what God 
God has called him to do uh, is going to grow. And so I don't, I didn't mean to come in here and prophesy, but I seen him come in a uh, man of God. And I just wanted to let him know that there's something big on the other side. So continue to stay, stay rooted and grounded, stay humble uh, because there's something God is stirring up in him to do to, for his next, uh, the next will be greater. And so I, I'm, listen, I'm going to dock my yacht because I feel, I feel the anointing and I got to get ready for this 1030 meeting um, because it's another uh, major contract. Listen, I'm, I'm believing God to take, take me, get me three six figure contact uh, contracts. Cool. Cool. And so, uh, and then, uh, I'm like I said, with you. Mother Lynn, I, I said, okay, God, whatever you need to do. And somebody sent me something else. And so I went and talked to my banker last week and, and redid some banking stuff. So I lined my bank accounts up the way I need to. Now I'm talking to the a financial advisor because it doesn't make sense for me to have millions and not know how to uh, operate them so that I don't get taxed off of everything. So I'm, I'm, I'm navigating through that part. Uh, and so, uh, um, so yeah, so I'm going to do some properties and things like that. So I guess I got to build up my portfolio, but I, I just want to say that, and I'm, I'm going to dock my yacht and have a blessed and wonderful day. No problem. Thank you so much, Dr. Trina. Like, that's what I say. I love people who come from wisdom, who comes from, you know, real wealth that we're trying to build. Because I tell even the young people that I work with, guess what? We're trying to build real wealth. And that comes through wisdom. That comes through learning how to build a foundation and the infrastructure. And talking to Dr. Trina is someone who has built a solid foundation and who's working on building a solid infrastructure. And I think that is so amazing because once you have the infrastructure, all they got to do is put the roof on. <laughs> That's what I learned from Dr. Flippy. He said, all I got to do is put the roof on once the infrastructure in. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely appreciate that, Dr. Trina. But, no, I see JY has popped in the room, too, and I definitely want to give him a chance to check in. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I was already an hour late, so we, and on Mondays, we keep it casual anyway. And this is just like, you know, the uh, prerequisite conversation to the rest of the week, I think, um, about this witchcraft thing. So what we're going to do is I'm going to throw it over to JY, let him check in. And then, yeah, we should be able to kick it into this this quick topic real quick because I really want to know. And do me a favor. If you haven't already, even if you got to leave the room, whatever the case may be, well, y'all come in the room. Can y'all start sharing the wrong opinions of people in the room? Because I think these are powerful, interesting conversations that we have to have more people's perspectives on. Because truth is, we out here losing the world because we kind of one-sided on perspective if you only share the room or have conversation with people who in your inner circle and, and know what you know and talk about what you talk about then you never get exposed to nothing i believe that the spirit of exposure is coming to the church and not exposure where it's coming in a bad way where things just gonna happen and oh all the demons and skeletons in the closet gonna fall out no i believe exposure is supposed to introduce you to greater things exposure is supposed to introduce you to the next step, set of people that you're supposed to uh, minister to exposure is supposed to bring you into the next opportunity that you're supposed to walk into. So can we go ahead and introduce ourselves, you know what I'm saying? All right, with that being said, J.Y., introduce yourself. Do -do -do. Oh, dog, he ain't even here no more. Okay, well, never mind. Oh, did he Did he leave? Did he, he not? Okay, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and kick it off then. So, this weekend, I had the opportunity. Y'all know this is the weekend rewind, and I'm just going to, you know, talk, you know what I'm saying, talk, and if y'all want to jump in, feel free to jump in. This weekend, I had the opportunity, of course, to just chill at home, work, see some interesting stuff. 
And y'all know me. Like, most of the time, I work on social media. Like, it's literally my job to be on social media, to look at numbers, to monetize um, things, to make reels, to make posts, to, to, to edit, to make logos, to manage people's websites. If somebody go on your website, it's my job to chat back with them. Like, it's literally my job for a couple of people. You know what I'm saying? And what's interesting about it is I was able to sit back this weekend and just chill, get on social media, scroll, see what was going on, clean my house, all the other good stuff. Mama Lynn, it was a really enjoying and relaxing time. But in the midst of that, I was able to follow along with a trail of information or, or some stuff, you know what I'm saying, that I probably wouldn't have been able to follow up with if I was busy and doing something else. That's why I tell people, stay busy sometimes because it probably keep you avoid of some stuff that sometimes ain't necessary, but sometimes it's valuable. But I've seen something that was just interesting. And it began to talk about, basically the whole premises was witchcraft. But it got into talk about how this, how certain things were witchcraft. And I was trying to understand what people were saying or what certain people were kind of getting at when they were talking about the witchcraft thing. Because I was taught, and like I said, I'm 30. I've been raised in church, but here it is. I'm 30. I'm grown out. And maybe I do need to relearn some things. Oh, no, because, you know, everybody's teachable. Everybody's relearnable. But now, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm 30. I'm like, hold on. Well, maybe I just learned something wrong. And granted, I went through a whole period of my 20s where I'm like seeking God and searching God on true revelations for myself. Because most people know when you are 18, 19, you ain't trying to hear what I'm going to say. You're trying to listen to God for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So even going through that process and, you know, going through that, I'm, I'm still like, okay, well, God, I'm still learning, but I'm still teaching. But I just want to hear you. You know what I'm saying? Got a pastor and everything, a couple of them that I sit on. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I want to be in the right place. But then I was hearing some things this weekend, and I was like, well, God, and granted, I just had this conversation to myself before. But I was like, God, what, am I operating in witchcraft? And God, of course, you know, had to correct me, give me the gas, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, even though I was saying it earlier, we think low of ourselves, we also got to think true of who God has called us to be. So God was affirming me to be called of true, who I was called to be here truly. But I actually had to look up, look it up in, in scripture and, and try to research and figure out, like, what was witchcraft? Ebony, I was taught that witchcraft was manipulation. I was taught that witchcraft was Jezebel's spirit. I was taught that witchcraft was magic, hoodoo, and voodoo. But even here, like we've, we've seen, well, and I can't say we've seen, but we've even talked about how um, I think Julie came from an a, a island or something. What, what she was talking about where, where people practice voodoo as a religion. Even we was having a conversation last week about how dude was talking about how even in Africa, they 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 doing Christianity, but they believe in the pastor can step on your back. They believe in all this other stuff. And granted, I agree with it. That's that's probably some witchcraft over there. That's that's some crazy. But I need to understand like what is really witchcraft when it when it comes to us as Christians. Because I thought it was manipulating. If I try to manipulate somebody, if I try to use God to try to go against somebody, if I try, like, I, I thought that was manipulation. And I thought that manipulation, it was witchcraft. I thought the Bible said that, that rebellion was equivalent to witchcraft. So I'm still confused on how people rebelling and being hard-headed 
when it comes to scripture, and don't really follow the whole scripture. But then we 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 call we, we not saying that's witchcraft. I'm, I'm confused. Like, what is witchcraft in you guys' personal opinion? Because I thought Harry Potter was witchcraft. I remember when I was looking at Harry Potter's first thought coming out, Mama Lynn, I couldn't read the Harry Potter books, couldn't play the Harry Potter games, couldn't do Halloween, because it was witchcraft. And y'all know Halloween coming up, and we had a topic every year. So I need to know before the month even come in. This is the first week of October, because I want to put me a, a, a pumpkin out. I want to put me a pumpkin out. And I don't want people to ride by my house and be like, oh, prophet, doing witchcraft. Like, it's a pumpkin. Ebony Mumbling. Hold on, Prophet. I'm not understanding. Hey, I'll talk real quick. I'm great. Welcome to my appointment. Um, I think things more than one thing could be true. I think manipulation is, but there's also several different forms like the voodoo, like all of that. I don't think putting a pumpkin out is witchcraft. I think that's a little excessive. You know, you just it's just a harvest season. Uh, I'm really even challenging myself in how I think about Halloween. This year, I'm actually going to get dressed and dress my babies. I've never done that. Even as a child, you know, I was taught not to and blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to do something different this year. Um, and I'm going to do it. Makes me no less saved. I'm not celebrating no spirits. My babies are just getting dressed up. It's just a dress up day. That's all. That's it for me. I can't speak to what it is for other people. But for me, that's all it is. So just remember more than one thing can be true. It can be, you know, manipulating circumstances and it can also be, you know, we're doing all of that stuff. So that's it. Walking into my appointment, so I gotta go. I'll have with y'all later. No, you good. You good. Listen, I know it's Monday and everybody a little busy. That's why I say it's gonna be a conversation that I stretch out through the week. Because I get what every things can be true at one time. It could be manipulation and whatnot, but it also could be voodoo and hoodoo too, which is why I understand it. So we going and I think that's gonna be maybe like a part three, because I want us to at least get down what voodoo is today. I mean, not voodoo is today, but what witchcraft is today. Like I want us to clarify that for the church, because at the same time, Pastor Charles, if, if we speaking in tongues and people saying that's that, that's witchcraft. Uh, that's why we got so many denominations. And if we all Christians and and everything like mm, if prophecy, the Bible says despise not prophecy, I thought at one point. So how's the witchcraft? I'm I'm just trying to understand. Mama Lynn, tell me what tell me. You okay. know what I'm saying? Prophet. <laughs> you know, you, you talked about them Harry Potter books. When when they came out, I asked my daughter, did she want to read them? And she said no. My daughter wasn't into Halloween. She didn't mind going out, but she wasn't putting all that stuff all over her face and all of that. She just, that that just wasn't her. Uh, pumpkins, I would buy pumpkins every year. Uh, we didn't cut them up. We would paint them or something and then uh, just sit them out on the porch. And they had to be happy. They couldn't be, uh-uh, they couldn't be nothing scary. Because uh, uh, after it was all said and done, I gave them to my aunt. She made homemade pumpkin pies. Okay, so even now, you can put a pumpkin out on your porch with some corn stalks or something. It's fall. So decorate your, your, your front door for fall. Everything 
we can't claim everything is demonic. We can't, because then people going to start living in fear and accusing. That be like going back to the Salem witch hunt. He a witch, he a warlock, he this, And he I that. think that's what the church is doing. Everybody, everybody a witch in the church. <laughs> and you know, that's wrong. You know, you have everybody living in fear because they're afraid somebody's going to say they a witch or they a warlock. Um, we have to learn the difference. Um, we really do, and seek understanding for ourselves. I, I love the Harry. I didn't read the books, but I love the movies, cause I always got something out the movie. Me too. Me too. I love. I the always learned the new revelation, cause God can make you see things. You'd be like, huh? Uh uh. You know. Even the man that played the wizard, God rest his soul, he died last week, y'all. Yeah, it Dumbledore did die. He passed. The dude who yeah, played Dumbledore. Right, right. So, you know, he, he, he passed, but, you know, hey, President Carter turned 99 over the weekend. Hey, so, you know, I just believe that. We can take things too far, but it's all in, in, in how how you was raised. I used to sit outside and pass out candy on Halloween. You know, um, I was never really big into Halloween, but I'm not going to deny somebody's kids from coming to get some candy. I'm going to sit there and talk to them, you know, um, I don't watch a lot of scary movies. No, I don't. Uh, so, you know, you pick and choose your battles. That's all I got to say. Pick and choose your battles. I hope you choose the right battle. That's all I got to say. Everybody done left us. Right. I was going to say it must be a busy Monday, but it is the first Monday for the you know last quarter of the year. So I definitely understand truth is i have a whole revival that i gotta do this week a market and stuff like that but one thing i did do by being off this weekend was took advantage of my sunday i made sure i prepped for you know monday so i don't have to even at least go to the church or do anything till about <laughs> 12 or 3 o'clock which is amazing but mama Lynn, i think that's so interesting about what you said because excuse me this plane is over my head but i think it's so interesting about what you said because in the culture that we live in, when trying to bridge the gap, and I'm even lining up interviews because, you know, one thing I know that God has called me to do is to be this leader, you know what I'm saying? To be a trailblazer, to actually even lead this this room and this show. So I'm even inviting different um, people on here to bring different perspectives, to bring different conversations. And one thing I realized is if us as a church keep demonizing things that we don't understand or that we keep how do I put it? That we keep limiting based off of our understanding of the scripture rather than our understanding of God, then we'll never evolve. I understand the conversation that people have when it comes to like chakras, crystals, and certain things that could be related to witchcraft, that could be related to magic. But I believe and I teach, even me who have a company, that talks about being limitless is that we have to know our limits and being limitless. Just like Christ said, even though we're free, we're still slaves to him. 
I think within the parameters of our Christendom, or our, yeah, if that's how I say it, within the parameters of our Christendom, we have to get to a point where we accept the truth that everything is not bad, everything is not demonic, everything is not witchcraft, just because we don't prefer it. Does that make sense? Like, I, I, like, I don't know. That, you know that, 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 that make a whole lot of sense. Like, because I mean, that make a whole told, lot of sense. Like, like, think about it. Truth be told, even when we read the Bible, we see how the Bible tells us that Jesus came to his own and his own received not. So God already intended to go to other people. So my thing is, if we have these things, and, and then Bible even tells us that we, uh, he has a, a fold that is not, of, I mean, he has sheep that is not of this fold. So if we keep demonizing the sheep that are not of our fold, then how can we ever grow? How can we ever develop? Because truth is, you know, if we're pushing everybody away, how can we build? How can we gain? Which is why there are so many people that say, oh, people are leaving the church. The young people don't like the church and stuff like that because we keep demonizing them. We're going through a process that I think a lot of us had to develop into. Granted, I'm not the oldest and the most mature, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? God has given me grace to go through certain things in life. And I think oftentimes we don't give our young people, we don't give older people, some, I mean, we don't even give the world grace to say, hey, come over to God. We are so busy demonizing them that we don't have a, a opportunity to transform them from their trauma. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like we have to keep the church's job is to transform people by their trauma. If you went through this in life, our job as leaders, as people, is to help you transform from that trauma. But we can't do that if we're always demonizing it. Does, it, does that make sense? Yes, I get, you know what I'm saying? It may have been something demonic that may have happened. It may be something that traumatic that have may have happened. But at the same time, I believe that our job is to transform. And if we're always keeping the perspective of limiting people to a place that they can't transform from, then guess what? We'll continue to lose our children, our family, and other, our friends to, to, to foolishness. Like even look at a lot of the times, the people who, who, who say, oh, I'm a believer, I'm a pastor too. Well, you're a believer and you're a pastor too, but can't nobody tell. You know what I'm saying? If can't nobody tell you a leader and you're a pastor too, then guess, besides when you're preaching on Sunday, then what good are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking a question. When prophet goes out, don't nobody got to say, oh, you must be a pastor. Or you got, oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? No, because they just see the joy on me. And they be like, well, who is you? What's my, you know what I'm saying? And I think us as leaders, we got to stop being so dignified. We got, like, you remember back in the day, they used to say, Oh, just because they dress nice don't mean don't mean they nice, you know what I'm saying, in their heart or in their spirit. And I think that's what witchcraft was. Because a lot of people in church would dress nice, but then you got you got deceit in your heart. And I think that's crazy how us as believers we call this, that, and other witchcraft, but then we can't we can't say, Oh well, you over there being deceptive. You over there lying, being sneaky. That's the same thing. That's witchcraft. That's rebellion. That's something that God did not call us to. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but we got we got to be careful of calling everything witchcraft. Uh, just because you being rebellious and all of that, uh, 
you just being plain hard-headed yeah. and stuck. You right, mama. Now we call it witchcraft. Now we call it witchcraft. My Lord. When I was growing up, yeah, I did some things that I deserved the punishment for. But if I didn't get caught, that was a woohoo. If I got caught, that was a oh. So, you know. Hey, even though I didn't get caught, I still got caught. Just because my my parents or whoever was in charge didn't catch me, God did. You think he caught that witchcraft? Mm -mm. But I guarantee you, you learned some kind of lesson from it. If not, you're still learning lessons from it. So we have to be careful of calling every, like I said, here we go back down to that witch, uh, uh, selling witchcraft stuff. You, you being rebellious and hard, that's witchcraft. Got to be careful. I, I, I don't have a clear understanding of it. Um, I really don't. Uh, I just know what I see and what I hear. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right now, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to have a hard conversation with somebody. And I, and I keep trying to ask, Lord, well, how am I supposed to say it? It's not when when am I supposed to say it or where am I supposed to say it? Because I know he's going to set that up. But my question is, how am I supposed to say this where they understand it? And if Valley here tell me whether they understand it or not, just tell them what I said. So that's, you know, hey. And it's to say them. Now, if they choose to do it, fine. If not, that's rebellion. Do we call that witchcraft? I don't know. I don't know either, Mama Land. I think we're going to wake it up later on in the week because, honestly, that's I'm saying the same thing. When we look at what the Bible says, it says that witchcraft is just as, I mean, it says just as sinful as witchcraft. So, of course, we, we see the inclination that witchcraft is sinful, but we have to break down what witchcraft is. And when I look at the definition of what witchcraft is, is it says the practice of magic, especially for evil purposes, uh, the use of spells and stuff like that. So when I think of people in church, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that nobody's actually intending things for evil or practicing things for evil. But yet we say, oh, it's, it's, that's, that's, that's witchcraft. We say that it's magic. I don't, I don't see too many people in churches that can actually operate in true magic or true power. So I can't really say that's witchcraft. That ain't voodoo, ain't hoodoo. So at the same time, like if... <laughs> If we walk into true deliverance services, we can't really say that's witchcraft. Like, we have to really define what that is. And I think we're so busy calling everything witchcraft when truth is, it ain't witchcraft. Like I said, Mama Lay, I was one of, I watched the Harry Potter movie too, but I ain't gonna cap. I had to wait till I was at least 16, 17, almost grown, you know what I'm saying, to even watch that type of stuff. Because then at that point, my boy didn't care about what I was watching. But you know, they used to have the old adjective, what my money go, what my money pay for, 
or is what I control or stuff like that. So it wouldn't know buy Harry Potter books. It wouldn't know buy Harry Potter toys. It wouldn't buy nothing that really, it wouldn't know buy no Halloween costumes. You know what I'm saying? Because all of that, was, it wasn't no jack-o'-lanterns. All that was, was crap. But I threw money in the room and I'm gonna throw it over to money real quick right before we get ready to close out. Because like I said, this is a conversation we're gonna have throughout the rest of the week. As we move into the month of October, because like I said, it's only the first Monday in October. We got all month to talk about all the spirits, goons, and goblins, and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely want to throw it over to Monty so she can go ahead and check in, you know what I'm saying, or close out, whatever we want to say. <laughs> and yeah, I want you to, Monty, if you can, give us your perspective, because we just had one question on the table um, of what is witchcraft. One of the weekend highlights that I had this weekend was, of course, being off and having the opportunity, you know, to scroll through my social media, and I was following this little thread and timeline where they was talking about um, witchcraft, and I've seen multiple people post about it. However, I'm trying to figure out what witchcraft is at this point, because at one point it was manipulation, Jezebel spirit, now it's old preachers getting an offering. I don't know what it is at this point. Like, what is what is witchcraft? What is, is, is we doing spells in the churches? Is praise dancing and laying hands witchcraft? Like, what is witchcraft? in the church nowadays, or what is witchcraft, period? Money, good morning. Wake it up. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm tired. Just drop these kids off. Um, so the question is, what is witchcraft? Yeah, when you say, oh, that's witchcraft in the church, or that's witchcraft, what do you, what do you, what do you define it as, or what do you see it as? Um, to my understanding and my knowledge of witchcraft is something that, um, basically the practice of magic because it comes from a different source. So really witchcraft is the source of your practices, right? Um, that's what I um, learned it to be, especially, um, I like how you were talking about Harry Potter. So um, casting spells, especially for like evil intent, um, but really casting spells, period. What are you conjuring up? Where is your source? What is your source, right? Um, that's what I learned witchcraft to be. And there have been some things in the church that are a little witchy because your source is not God. Yeah. So yeah. if your source isn't God, what is your source and where are you getting these powers from? Where are you getting the, this energy from or whatever? That's, that's what it. I've learned, um, witchcraft to be. And there are some people, um, manipulation is witchcraft, um, yeah. because your intent is evil what you're doing is malicious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's for somebody's demise. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's more people that operate, I guess, in witchcraft than what they think um, because of, like I said, motive and intent and their source. Um, so that doesn't just happen in church. It happens everywhere. Um, my mom was not a Harry Potter mom. I was PAW. And for those who don't know what that is, that's Pentecostal Assemblies of the World. I came from a real Pentecostal apostolic. So we guy. not watching none of that. We can't watch it, read we it. We was watch. barely watching TV. <laughs> For real. Because my um, great-grandmother, her thing was, she was like, TV is the one-eyed devil. It's programming. And that's what they, that's what it was originally called, is television programming. And she said, the people who are watching it is who's being programmed. Oh, that's um, And she wasn't lying when she said that. I that's remember, a fact. That's yeah, a fact. I remember when... Um, one uh, one show specifically came out. It was called Bad Girls Club, right? 
Buddy. No, we're gonna get into it because she didn't lie when she said programming, and I got to see it. Um, once I was able to like kind of get older and saw a couple of things, but I was like, it is crazy how there was women who watched that show. They watched these girls go back and forth with each other, fight each other, throw chairs, um, bang on pots and pans, all of that. They, we saw this happen, right? And then we have a culture. I won't even say a culture. We have a certain generation of women. Yeah, who entertained that shenanigans and they yeah. thought it was cool to act unruly, they thought it was cute to just walk up on somebody and punch them. But what they didn't know is that show gave them a lot of liquid courage, it made them feel like they was real tough. But when you got with the right one, you found out how tough you were not <laughs> because it, it programmed your mind to think, Oh, this is okay to do, yeah. oh, this is acceptable to do. Yeah. So I'm doing it. So it's like it doesn't just programming doesn't just start and end with children. It's still in us as adults. Why do you think we have training on our job? They have to program your mind to do what you need to do for business for them to get money. That's good. That's yeah. programming as well. That's why y'all got to go to them little stupid meetings on Zoom or you got to go to the boardroom and this, that, and the third. They do the rundown and the PowerPoints and the presentation. Girl, that is programming. you telling? I got, I got yeah. two trades I got to do right now and I'm sick of But, mind you got a great point because uh, for a college graduation, my daughter wanted to go on a cruise, so we took her on the cruise and I think we was in Cancun or either Grand Cayman Islands. And uh, we was getting ready to do a tour. And the guy looked at us and he said, you act like the women on television. And I looked at him and I said, television, what, what are you talking about? He said, like bad girls. I mean, he naming all these shows and I'm standing there looking at this man. I was like, no, you know, that is not real TV. You know that, don't you? Don't believe in what you see. You go, uh uh. We don't yep. act like that. We don't act like that. Do we look like we act like that? But you know what? And he, and, and he said, no. I said, so that's just television. He said, but you'd be surprised how many of them come down here and try to act like that. And I said, now if I was y'all, I'd lock them up. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the narrative that they spin. That's why I said, um social media sometimes is terrible i don't like it um and i know a lot of times people don't like the way that i think because it's from i I see things from different perspectives um i'm always see why one plus three equals four and three plus one equals four as well it's 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 a different perspective but you we got the same answer you know what i'm saying but um they they associate certain things that they see with reality. So a lot of times media is not reality. Some of the stuff that they be pulling in the background as far as like the strings that they be pulling, I wish a lot of people would kind of get into um, acting and what goes on behind the scenes because I got to do a lot of that before acting and modeling before children. Um, and there was a lot of things that they do to make it look like it's reality, but it's not. And that's why I said media will get you in trouble every time. I remember there was a storm that was happening um, <laughs> in some state. I got to find the clip and send it to Prophet. Um, but there was a storm that was happening. And then I think something happened and the cameraman either panned somewhere he wasn't supposed to pan or he backed out 
and they really had like a fake storm conjured up. And then, like, it cut out completely on TV. I was like, they got caught. There was another thing, too, with, like, a mass murder or something. And it had, this is not funny, but it's funny. They had bodies laying down. Like, they do things to pull on your emotions. So they had bodies laying on the ground, like, in the background. The cameraman, he's he's on the um the reporter, but there was somebody laying down on the ground. I guess he was supposed to be considered a dead body. He was an actor because the <laughs> the wind started blowing and like his bag was like flapping and he pulled it down. <laughs> He's supposed to be dead. Dead people don't move. <laughs> he broke character. To, he broke character. And now you done messed up the whole the whole news everything. But that's well, why I tell think people about- they be they be tap dancing on people's emotions. I think it's messed up for real, um, because there is some stuff that is not fake news, but there's a lot that is. Like I tell people all the time, and I'm gonna continue to bring this up until something comes about. But how do y'all lose a whole airplane? You cannot convince me you lost a whole airplane. Don't nobody know where nothing. <laughs> it's, it's, y'all didn't see a piece. A plane is not little. Okay, let's like let's get into it. This is aircraft that's holding over 120 people and you mean to tell me y'all didn't find not one body ligament wig cell phone suitcase a piece of the plane y'all didn't find nothing y'all lost a whole plane with people on it who lying because we have too much technology y'all telling us y'all found pieces or the whole titanic you found the whole titanic but you can't find a whole plane Somebody lying. So, but think about I, this, Monty. Think about this. They do that to get a thrill. So I, <laughs> I, I've been cracking up at these commercials. You know, they want you to feed feed the hungry. You know, uh, they want you to send uh, the Jewish community over in Russia to feed the hungry, to feed the needy. And then when that war broke out between Russia and Ukraine, it switched to the same people, but now they're in Ukraine. I'm trying to figure out who they fooling. Yeah, but I, I learned that they do a lot with plot twists. It's like, hey, we need everybody to look over here to the right so we can introduce something over here to the left. That's those things creeping in unaware because our attention is in one spot. And that's why I be telling people, y'all better be careful. But, like, I know we got, like, way off. But my mom didn't play that Harry Potter stuff. We wasn't doing spells in our house. (laughs) We wasn't doing it around the house. But my mom's discernment was so crazy. Like, very spiritually in tune, but she wasn't so spiritually in tune that she was a weirdo. Some people are so weird. It, but, Monty, and that's what I was going to get to, and I see Jay Wider popped in the room, and I definitely want him and Prophet Deborah to, to chime in because, I mean, I'm going to definitely put on Prophet Deborah as we go throughout the week when we get later on into the conversation about witches and warlocks and stuff like that, for real. But what you said was interesting about spells and stuff because, surprisingly... And if you listen to other cultures and different people, 
And if you hear what they say, it spells. If you hear how we say spells and stuff are, some would even say that Christians do a lot of spells when we pray. Like a lot of times when we pray certain things, especially when you tend to pray from a place that, like you said earlier, is not of God's will. It's it's technically a spell. Like, yeah, I get it. You praying, but you're praying in a, from a place. It, it, like, would you? Maybe I'm wrong. Just just help me out. Is that praying from a place of witchcraft? Because even David said, "God kill all my enemies." Now, granted, that's not you know necessarily bad, but technically that's bad. So if you consider how other people will look at it, what would you even consider prayer to be? And why wouldn't you say, because I'm the type of person, I'd be like, well, I'm, I'm just praying to God. I'm just talking. It's a conversation. So that's not necessarily a spell to me. A spell is when you whisper things into the air that people be trying to do when they call manifesting. But that's why I say, what would you describe that difference? And how do you take control over that? Because there are some people who say, oh, well, when you praying, you're doing spells. Well, okay, so to what you said, um, if I say this wrong, y'all, please don't send me hate mail because I'm making it. Um, I think it's like somewhere in James 4 something, uh, and it speaks really about um, praying amiss, right? Mm, that's good. Yep, it does. So, that's, that's good, Bonnie. That's, right. that's good. There's a certain way that we're taught to pray. And when yeah. you don't pray that way, basically you're missing. Yeah. You are technically little witchy. Yeah, that's good. That's you, good. You can't, you can't convince God. <laughs> okay, God knows everything, right? Mm-hmm. To what we learn, right? He knows everything. He's everywhere. He knows our thoughts before we think them, right? He created. Yeah. So we're told and taught to pray a certain way so we don't transition into the witchiness mm-hmm. of what everyone is usually talking about but you there's a reason why you have to stay in those guidelines and a lot of it's like proper protocol even on your job there's certain things that are against the policy so if you go against the policy you know you're probably gonna have to meet with hr or your gm whoever is over you and they're going to discuss, okay, this is incorrect. This is out of order. We either need you to fall in line or you got to go. So we have those respects when it comes to our job, but we don't have those same respects when it comes to church. Church is the only place where people feel like they can do whatever they want to do. But when you correct somebody, that's you criticizing them. No, mm-hmm. this that's is true. order. Y'all not used to order. Yeah. Yeah. You have a problem when somebody is correcting you. And then they say it's not in love when it's something you don't want to hear. <laughs> that's good. So I, I, that's just, that's what I know it to be. I'm going from Imani's perspective. Um, but that's what I feel like. I, I feel like people try to convince God. So that is praying amiss. That's good. That's, and that's good. when it becomes a turn and it becomes a problem because it literally states how you should pray. Mm-hmm. It states how you should live. And then, like I tell people all the time, do understand. I feel like the Bible is more of a blueprint of how you should live. I think some people try to live based upon the laws that were in the Bible at that time. Because the laws of the land then are not the laws of the land now. That's good. And 
we don't we ain't on the same land <laughs> so if we if we're gonna get into it understand where you are understand perspective like i people preach a lot of things wrong because they don't go they don't look at the full context of those scriptures you know what i'm saying like one thing i hate that is preached is when you they have a lot of blind men in the bible i just realized that when i was thinking about some things <laughs> but, but i remember somebody taught this and it was weird to me i'm gonna always go back and read it for myself and learn for myself because like i said i came from a church real pentecostal real apostolic if there was 150 verses guess what we reading it on sunday all 150 of them verses you're gonna get some understanding and some clarity and he gonna stop the reader and break it all the way down to you so i've learned to listen to context but go back and make sure it's contextual you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so with um okay what's blind man do we want to talk about okay We'll talk about the other blind man that wasn't, I don't think he really had a name, but I'll go back and check that. Um, <laughs> so one of y'all's favorite pastors reenacted this scene, right? Where he spit <laughs> on a man's eyes, right? And I guess the man was his brother. I don't know. Mike Todd, I believe. Was that him? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So first of all, Jesus never conjured up a loogie, okay? That's number one. <laughs> Not conjured up a loogie. He got that mucus from the lining of his stomach. <laughs> I ain't like that for him at all. But one thing that I've noticed that Jesus always did in the Bible when he was performing a miracle was he took somebody away from people, right? Or at least from the people who thought what he was getting ready to do was weird or strange, right? So with this blind man specifically, I believe it said he took the man out of the village. So he took him away from the people. This is the blind man. He had to lead him. Um, took the blind man. Um, I believe he spit in the dirt. It was mud, whatever. He wiped it across his face. I will check to make sure I'm not giving y'all false information. Um, but he spread it um, over the man's eyes, right? He asked the man, what do you see? And the man told him, I see men as trees. Now, if we pause there, if he's identifying men as trees, that means he had his sight before. People preach it as if he was never able to see before. You can't make that indication if you never seen a tree oh, or if you ever seen a man, because on. we're going now based upon your sight. He's seen those things before. That's why he was able to reference what he referenced, right? That's good. So then when he put his hands on his eyes again, he was able to full, his sight was fully restored. When you're restoring something, that means something was there before. It either got broken, damaged, something happened there. Teach money, teach money, so I be teach money. You have to read things and know things for yourself and not be slow your whole life. <laughs> so you can grasp things. So you're able to understand things in its totality. You know what I'm saying? Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus. He got his, his dad's name was Timaeus. Come on now. He was born blind because of the sins of his father. He got his name from the sins of his father. That's Bar why Timaeus. he was born. Come on now. <laughs> that's, why I be, that's why I be telling people, uh, you don't really have to add the blind on there. That's what his name means. Bartimaeus, you're right. 
the sins of his father. So he was born blind. He had no vision. So his wasn't restored. He had to be given sight because he never had it. So that's why I tell people, you need to come, you know the context of the things that you speak on. I know everybody, oh, this is witchy, that's witchy, whatever. A lot of y'all witchy, like it or not. But some people don't, (laughs) but some people don't know they're witchy because you let somebody teach you that didn't really know what they were talking about. Come on now, that's good, that's good. That's why they say know it for yourself. Because if you learn from somebody else, and I'm not saying people's teachers are wrong, and pe- I'm not telling y'all that. Right, because people can't teach real. People can't give you revelation. <laughs> yes, that is a fact. But it's your job to go back and fact check. Just like y'all fact check everybody on Beyonce. Just like y'all fact check. you. People just want to be right. Facts. And they be so wrong trying to be right. Trying <laughs> so, to be right. <laughs> go back it's okay to do your own research and come into the knowledge of other things. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't be witchy. And stop acting strange. Like some people just strange because they want to be strange. Like that's not you being different. It's strange. And it's very concerning. Can I add a little You should get it there. JY, right before you add context, right before you add context, I want no, I don't want to I don't want to miss the con- I don't want to miss what she just said. That's right. Don't, don't miss it. Listen, don't miss it. But here's the thing. I was refreshing because I want you to answer the question as well in totality, because the question started because we kind of got off loop. But the question Sorry. started on what do you define <laughs> as witchcraft? So go ahead and address her point. But then also work into there how you define witchcraft and how do you see witchcraft, whether it's in the church, whether it's in the modern world, whatever. All right. I'm going to in a bad area probably so let me know i knew what you was talking about because your boy was talking about i'm in a bad area can y'all hear me yeah we're good all right because your boy you you get you get a lot of your stuff from your boy he be mentioning on uh instagram but anyway oh yeah so he was talking so and that was the thing so he was talking about um lofi because a lot of people saying Prophet, um, what's his name, uh, Lovey Lofi, whatever. Lovey, is, yeah, whatever, yeah. But then I also, JY, I've been called a witch before. People still be trying to call me a witch. So, I mean, I'm <laughs> trying to get to the point well, of why don't understand. Our prophets is being called witches and stuff now. <laughs> well, people, people don't understand. Shoot. They always. This ain't a now they, thing. All, yeah, when, when people don't understand, they always deem as evil in a witch. Yeah. Regardless, if they don't understand it with their mind, then there's some evil. If you ever watch the old movies when they do the Salem witch trials or whatever, yeah. anytime someone did anything that was un, un, unfathomable, they were like, it's a witch. Yeah. Turn them to the state all the time. And it ain't no different than now. Anytime someone does something that's unexplainable, it's a witch. I'm in a bad area. Come on. And my Wi-Fi got a kick in. I just pulled up to the house. Hold on. Okay, you're good. Yeah, sorry, we can hear you, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I just pulled up to the crib. So, um, so yeah, a Prophet Lovey, Lovey, they do weird stuff because apparently his mentor, he said it that his mentor uh, practiced third eye uh, uh, teaching 
and some other stuff that is def definitely not biblical. And um, I guess there was a well-known pastor that, you know, uh, disassociated itself with him because he didn't want the dude to not want He's one of them African and JY. And I'm sorry, you was in and out. But we kind of even addressed that earlier, too, because remember, old dude, um, last week was talking about how in Africa they do all them, they, they do all the weird practices and stuff like that. But at the same time, some of it I wouldn't describe as witchcraft. And if you look at what Lofi said, and granted, we didn't even talk too much about, you know what I'm saying, him yet, because we're talking about witchcraft in general. But even if you look at what Lofi said, you know what I'm saying, I respect him because, granted, you know what I'm saying, he said he don't agree with all of his mentors' practices and stuff like that. But he still honored the man. You know what I'm saying? He still respected the man. And I feel the same way. I, at one point, was was connected to a Brian Kahn. Literally. I was, at one point, connected to a Michael McClure, who are trailblazers, who are controversial, who are, you know what I'm saying? And people did not always receive them. And granted, there are times where I had to look at myself and be like, hmm, am I still going to stay connected to this man? Because a lot of people are talking about them and saying they did that and the other. But at the same time, I never, you know, pulled myself away completely because because, you know, when you have respect for a person, you have respect for a person, whether they do things that you don't agree with or not. You know what I'm saying? So I understood that part. But at the same time, I still want to get down to the characteristic or the demeanor of what is witchcraft before we try to see who we separate ourselves well, first, from. Because if, if we say witchcraft is, is manipulation, if we say witchcraft is all this other stuff, then just as well as Lofi him, can separate himself from Jaffa or whatever the case may be, that's why we see so much of a separation between young people and the church. Because truth is, a lot of churchy people been doing some witchcraft stuff for years. Well, anyway, to add the context to what Monty said, when Monty spoke about the blind man at the well, um, or whatever, and when Jesus laid hands on him, he said, I see men as trees. What I one thing about I noticed about whenever Jesus does a miracle, he does take them away from people because people will say it's weird, but he always gives them better than what they originally had. Exactly. Um, reason why. What that man saw, and I and I heard a, another preacher say this, and I studied, and it was definitely a great revelational moment. That man saw eternity. And that's why Jesus laid his hands on him again. He was like, oh, you saw too much. And he put him back into the normal. Because think about it. When Jesus, it is his very first miracle, when he turned water into wine, they said that wine was better than every wine that was ever in there. So whenever, so whenever Jesus does something, miracle-wise, he don't just make you back to what we perceive as normal. He makes you completely beyond what we perceive as normal. So that's one thing I would love. I wanted to make sure I touch on that point. When you look at read, read a lot of the miracles that he's that Jesus done, and you will see he don't he, he take you above twenty twenty vision. People think twenty twenty vision is perfect vision. It's actually not. There's actually um 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 even better vision in that. Uh, I think what uh. Like, uh, I can't think of the numbers, but it's even better than 2020. Uh, that's why everybody was false prophesying, talking about the year 2020 was going to be about perfect vision. And then realized we're going to all be put in our own house and be forced to use our vision to look at everyone that we live with. Uh, anyway. Yeah, um, they, didn't, they didn't see that one. No, they I'll didn't see that one. The they, no, they didn't see that one. Uh, my wife did, though. My wife, her prophecy uh, is on. Online, she was definitely. On I was gonna say, I put it on paper and the internet. Yeah, it's, it's on the internet. Her calling, her, 
her saying that the Lord said that people's going to start dying. So let me tell you something too. You can pray because David did pray for his enemies to pass. You can pray that, believe it or not. And what happens That's is- That's witchcraft though, ain't it, J.Y.? No, it's not. What Why? happens is- No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, you wishing bad upon people. No, it's not wishing bad upon people. People think death is just when your heart stops. Sometimes death is when God stops the influence of that individual. So it ain't it ain't necessarily they, they may still be walking and living, but their words don't bring forth any kind of life. What they say don't bring forth any kind of fruit. Case in point, the person so I used me to be praying, me saying God, I ask that you a kill J Y influence. It's not witchcraft. No. If it's causing, if what they saying is going against the word of God and cause people to fall astray, no, it is not. Now, if it's because this, I stepped on your toes and you salty and you and your feelings, yeah, that's different. But if the assignment of God is calling you to draw his people to him and what they're saying is doing the opposite, you are definitely in right in order to ask God to shut their mouths up. You are in order. So... That ain't what said. It was to shut their mouth, not to kill them. Right, but they don't die. I, no one's gonna. He's not. He's not gonna. In the words of the enemy, he ain't <laughs> surely die. But uh. <laughs> and then not all death is the same. Like people don't understand. There's there's natural death, and then there's spiritual death as well. Spiritual death, yes. And a lot of people, they, I don't know. People just so slow sometimes. So Deborah would tell you when she got mad about my uh, ex-wife. Uh, all the stuff that she was having, she had a whole talk with God and told God to get rid of her. Because my um, my ex-wife was on Facebook just throwing my name under the bus, calling me this, calling me that, saying this about my kids, saying this and saying mm -hmm. this. It was just crazy stuff. And I didn't say nothing back. And my, my wife just really felt like I was kind of being bullied. And I was just like, you know what? I ain't going to argue with no one because I know the truth. And I'm just tired. Of this. I went through 12 years of that. And I'm just done. And so um, Deborah had a nice talk with the Lord. And <laughs> she wanted her a little talk with Jesus. She wanted her gone. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, Lord did not necessarily do that because, you know, there's children involved and stuff like that. But get that, but that woman's voice has been shut up. Um, she's been uh, kicked out of even all of the all of the synagogues of uh, of uh, his uh, Hebrew Israelite um, people on Facebook don't even follow her no more. They they've um, uh, shunned her away from a lot of stuff that she said. Um, the courts had caused me allowed me to leave and said that she don't need any kind of uh, what's the word called. Um, uh, court ordered visitation. Anytime she talks to the children, it has to be supervised. So she can't put any type of um, poison in their ears and this, that, and the other. Her influence that she had has died. Yep. That was her life source. That's what her way of living was, was having people listen to what she say. And that doesn't exist anymore. So all I'm saying is some, some you can go to God and pray for everything, but also the Bible does speak about praying a mess. God bless Deborah. But here's the thing, it though. Had it, a serious time. But Mama Lynn, pause, 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 pause. Because I can agree. But here's the thing, though. Like we just said, though, if we praying against those things because it's our enemy, then how do we know, okay, well, that's just God? Because truth is, yeah, we may have prayed that her mouth be shut, but then we got to think about it. 
She probably struggling and can't survive now. So but it's look, like beneficial. So let me tell you, ain't still, none of my like, profit. That's ain't none still of like that's still like casting a spell. Profit like ain't none. Right? Profit, okay, no, no. That ain't none of their problem. God no. did that. But my thing is this: we're not gonna we're not gonna excuse her behavior. True, Look at true. what you did. True, Look at the true. things that you spoke. You should have shut up. That's what you should have did. But you spoke those things, so you you did that. Jy had somebody covering him. You know what I'm saying? He, she didn't say God Amen. killer. I would have said God killer straight up. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, you did say that. <laughs> I pray. She said that. You said that. Oh, well, then she said that. So God yeah. knows. God knows, and this is the best thing about God. He knows the intent of our heart. Her thing was covering her husband. She sees what he's going through. That affects his family, his household, their marriage, because she's trying to pull him out of that depression. I'm not saying he was depressed, but pull him out of whatever depression he was in, frustration, that affects your household. When you're not you, that affects the people that are around you that have to be around you. He's in covenant with his wife. She's covering him as best as she can. True, and but I'm not kind listen, of... though, listen though. And I'm not a wife yet, but you can't bully, you can't bully my spouse. I don't care if you was baby mom, first cousin, little sister. You cannot bully my spouse, especially when their intentions were right. I've been going to court trying to get joint custody with you. You trying to make it out to be like I'm a child molester. I'm this, that, and the third. You trying to do and say everything you can to get my kids taken away from me. That is malicious. That is witchcraft because you have ill intent. You're lying on me. You're trying to get my children taken away from me, and I'm a great father. That is a problem. That's what yeah. she started with. And His this was wife covered him. Hold on, hold on, Joe. Hold on. Hold on. Right before you go, let her finish. Keep no, going. No, I was on. just saying his wife covered him. So that's she came to God with how she really felt. And that's the like I that's what I was trying to say. That's the great thing about God because he knows the intent of our heart. Her heart was to cover her husband, not necessarily to get rid of the clown, but she didn't want to see her <laughs> husband like that. If she would have just shut up, I'm sure Miss Deborah wouldn't have had a problem. Okay. I'm almost 1000% sure. If you're shutting your mouth and you guys are handling things the way that they're, that they're supposed to be handled, they already talk crazy about our black men. They already yeah. try to slander our black men. And these are good black men who actually are there for their children that are put on child support, that get their kids taken from them. That is not fair. I'm trying to be here for my kids and you're being a weirdo. Miss Deborah better than me. I probably would have went and you understand. Head of the business yourself. And that's why when I pray, I say, look, God, ain't no prayer. Ain't no, no prayer. I would have took care of myself. No, but for real, the, when I pray now, I'd be like, God, you better get him for I do. Because if I get him, I will be in jail. I know where I will be. I love when people say, if it wasn't for God, I don't know where I would be. I know exactly where I would be. And I know what my prison number would be. <laughs> like, no. So just think about it. Just think about it in this perspective. Think about it because I understand where Deborah was at in protecting <laughs> because Mama she's Lynn. trying to protect her family. But think about it this way. When the father is married and his wife is fighting you, your child's mother. And you have 
No legs to stand on but God's. And pray your way through it. You don't never say anything. You only talk to God about it. And you don't know here's the thing though, Mama Lynn. The whole time you talking to God about it, you say, God, I hope they get into a car accident. God, I hope they hit a no, bubble no, that's, no, that, that's no, gonna flip. No, I never spoke evil. I never spoke that kind of evil on them. I did say, Lord. Monty just please. said she was praying the girl was gonna die. Do no, this I will I will this for my me. Lord, if you want, if you're I, ready for them to come, I'ma send them. <laughs> See, I wasn't ready for de- send them to death, but my was. thing was, Lord, fix this for me, because I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be able to hold out. Yeah, but that's how you you I, have to talk to God honestly. But here's the thing, y'all be, you just let him know. Y'all be too deep for me sometimes. Y'all, Father God, no, God, you better get this nigga. <laughs> Marty, I, I wish like I could I'm get a clip. Oh my look, God, look, I wish I could still get clips. Look, like God? I'm talking to y'all, nigga. whether I was sitting down, yeah. laying down on my knees, laying on the floor, <laughs> face down, laying on the floor, back up. I'm talking to God like I'm talking to y'all. Exactly. Look here. That's right. Look at here. What is this? Yeah. That's how you have to come. Look, I'm not, I feel like as you mature, of course, your prayer should change. There should be some type of growth somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I can honestly say when I had to first come to God, like I said, I grew up, I had the best of both worlds in church and out of church. But some of my realest conversations and prayers to God was when I was angry. Facts. I said, God, now. you know I'm finna kill something. Facts. And if you don't, if you don't take control of this situation, I'ma take control of it, and I'm okay with the decision that's gonna be made, whether I'm dead or in jail. You're right. And when I've gotten to that point of being completely transparent, God was able to move for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm being real with myself, and I'm being real with God. Like I'm yeah, gonna kill yeah. these people. God, I feel like I'm about to snap. Yeah. I'm about to go off. If you don't make some shake, I'm gonna make some shake. And you like, know oh. what, money? I'm <laughs> telling you the truth. Sometimes, prophet, them little pretty prayers, they don't ain't work. Getting it. It's cute. You ain't getting it because he he looking at you like, mm-hmm, I know what your heart's saying, but your, what's coming out your mouth ain't real. Yeah, he that's know. He know. And I probably, and I know. Be, but that's why I, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop here. I told my aunt one time. She said, you want to go to jail? I said, if it give me peace of mind, I wouldn't mind. Oh, my mama, because I don't care Listen, at this point. <laughs> I get it, because Monty, I TikTok this weekend that said, um, what I was saying, um, I be having to rethink about it, because truth is, when I think about how much how much money I pay in these bills, I ain't going to cap. I do be wanting to go to jail sometimes, because I get free rent, free food. I get free so I do be, t- I be, I be want to go to jail sometimes. But then, hello, you have to think about it when you realize he posted that on Facebook, y'all. He posted that on Facebook. I oh, was hollering, but I said, "Did it? He oh. need a whooping for that." <laughs>
Listen, Mama Lynn, I'm talking about the way these bills be set up. I be wanting to go to jail the way some of these prices and some of these people, they crazy. But then you got to think about it because like, people be want to be so biblical and so deep. And then I always think about scriptures that people don't think about when they think about the scriptures when they think about stuff. But like what Monty said, I believe in the covering. I do. I believe in prophets Deborah cover her husband all this other stuff. But think about David. When David had the chance to kill Saul, Saul was killing this man, throwing jab or trying to kill him, throwing javelins at him and all this other stuff. But instead of David actually saying, I'm going to kill him, he never did. He cut a piece of the clothing off of him to let him know that, guess what? I have authority. I have advantage. I walk in the full authority of who God has anointed me to be. However, he never killed David. I mean, he never killed Saul. Because, I, don't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, he has to go that far. I think in church, even when we pray things, and not even saying we pray amiss, but even when we pray things or speak things into the atmosphere, oh, I want this person influenced to die. I want this, that. Like, I, that's, but, that's, that's, but, that's witchy. But people, that's witchy. No, I'm, no, that is witchy because you're, like I said, you're praying on somebody else's demise. Not right, somebody that's who, witchy. But listen, but not somebody who's tormenting you. JY has somebody tormenting him, tormenting his wife. That's different. That's what I'm saying. But I, I ain't gonna hold you just from um that scripture reference that you gave, cutting a piece of his the cloth off of him. I ain't gonna hold you. From a street standpoint, I look at it as this. He he hit him with the I could touch you, but I didn't. You see how how close I was that, able to get to exactly. you? Exactly. Right. I could do it, but I, I have enough self-control. Not right, because if I'm getting that close up on you, like I said, if I gotta pull it out, it ain't to show you what I have. Come on now. <laughs> At the end of the day, come on so now. So if, if I make the decision I made, I'ma lay. I'm gonna lay in the bed that I made. <laughs> At the end of the day, but like I said, it, it you can get so many perspectives from scripture, and that's why it's important because scripture hits us all where we are. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's a reference point to where we all are or where we even came from. It's one scripture, but you may see it from a different perspective. I may see it from a different perspective, and it help us all. Well, Monty, let me give you another perspective then. Because Jesus was sitting on the cross getting killed, and Jesus said, God, forgive them, but they not know what they do. I'm just I don't saying. That, that, I, that, 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 I, mean, I mean, even if I was to end it all and be all, we always got to end with Jesus. But Jesus, Jesus was sitting on the cross getting bullied, beat, and beat up. But let me and tell Jesus you something, though. Forgive them for what they not know what they do. Jesus said, I could call a legion of angels down. But, but he really could. He didn't, like, I love what Carlos said when everybody <laughs> talks about Jesus being killed. They keep saying it's a homicide, whatever. Um, I kind of say it's a biblical suicide because he allowed yeah, him to Yeah, selfless suicide, but, yeah. Um, because my thing is this, at the end of the day, we've already seen the miracles he worked. Yeah. Who we know is standing on water? Yeah. Okay. So if you could stand on water, you mean to tell me you couldn't take all of these niggas out that want you dead? He can allowed I, them to do what he was not doing. Not only that. For what? For our foolishness. Think about this. Two pieces of fish and five loaves of bread and feed 5,000. <laughs> and, it's black, and it's black let folk. Finish, let her finish. <laughs> and it's black folk. <laughs> yeah, so we not as black folk. No, I want to re reason why. So, so <laughs> here we go. So Jesus <laughs> could have done it, but Jesus had to show his humanity 
do all of that because Jesus was born through the same canal that we was born. Granted, it was an immaculate conception, but he went through the same canal that we was born. Uh, even Jesus asked God at this at one time, um, if it's your will, can you take this cup from me? So we had to see the humanity in it because of all of the works that he did. Of course, he could have done that. But if he done that, then we'll have been worshiping what we consider like a deity that has all these crazy powers and this, that, and the other. But the Bible says greater works you will do. So we had to see the humanity of Jesus yeah. in order for but us. But that's to what I'm that saying. Out. We should be more forgiving. No, let me hold on. Well, let me say something, Prophet, because I, I was, you know, I wanted to elaborate because I agree with what Monty said. Now, my mentality was completely different. I did not want her to die, right? Because I want my children's natural mother to be healthy. Well, we stopped um, while we be crying at the end. No, 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 but no, no, no. I, I, no. I mean, but this is this is where I am at, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? As much crap as I went through, like this girl tried to have me in jail saying I touched my children. Yeah. She tried um, to say I abused her. She tried to say I. Uh, body, calm down. She would have got beat up. Oh my body, God. Say, body, I, I calm down. Work, psychological abuse. Um, all this body other stuff. Before you. <laughs> right, but, like but this the thing is. But it's the thing is, she, but the whole time, because Deborah met with her peaceably. Like I told, when I met Deborah, I told her like, my children has a mother. You don't have to come and try to play mom because they have a mother and she's a good mother or whatever. This is before that yeah. they mom, they mom tripped because yeah. I, her, the reason why she tripped is because I moved on. Yeah. Because if I was single, I would be the best father in the world. But because someone else has access to me that she doesn't have, now I become this yeah. because in the midst of her meeting with Deborah, she was like, I feel like the Lord brought us together, brought um, us together through the Avenue of James so we can work together in ministry. But I don't know if you and James supposed to be together because, um, you know, I'm technically still James's wife because the Bible says this, that, and the other. And uh, uh, I don't know why the Lord wouldn't send him back to his original wife. She wanted me back. And I did not want her and all those other voices. I didn't want to be in a polygamous marriage. <laughs> I'm weak, not a polygamous marriage. I, I didn't want to be with all it's them the niggas. polygamous I, marriage for me. I, so I moved on with my life. But so Deborah saw where I was and how, she knew that I'm not going to be the one to wish ill will. But Deborah, a fighter, like money is. Like, they, don't, they, don't, they don't take that. My matter of fact, my ex-wife got in my face one day about something about my kids because my she was uh -uh. trying to manipulate my kids with me, and she got in my face. And my oldest, my my middle daughter said, "Um, mom," because they called Deborah mom, mom, and they called my ex-wife mommy. Mommy's in daddy's face like she's about to hit him. And I never seen a woman change clothes so fast in my life. I thought that she was Superman. <laughs> came downstairs with a full sweatsuit right. outfit on, no earrings and gym shoes, ready to like in her face. And then the girl, my ex-wife, was smart enough to step out of my yard because she was about to get hands laid on her. And it to this day, it bothers her that she did not baptize her um, because uh, she felt like she got chumped out. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, in that aspect, yeah, I mean. If you see your husband who I don't I don't even wish ill will. Like I didn't even really try to go for custody. The 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 children protective services told me to go for full custody. Um I was I was trying to we had shared shared custody and I was paying her child support every single month, you know, 
I, I wasn't trying to make her not be able to see the kids, but everything she did led up to where we are right now that my hand was forced. You know, I want her to get healthy. I want her to go to therapy. I want her to take the medicine, necessary medicine that she has. So when my children go around her, they have a healthy mother, not a mother that's so driven about making their father, making them hate their father. And because they don't hate their father, now they're, now that they're her enemy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I wish, Ill, I wish, that she may deliver. I wish that she be healed. I want her. Uh, I want her to be the best person that she can be. Um, but you know, on the outside looking in, others may see different. Like, nah, that, that her hair need to be chopped off. So I get it. I commend you for that, Omi, because I don't care where she was. Um, right, Barney, you're getting you're dragged back on this property. You're, no, no, you're gonna get dragged right back on this property because that's where you did the disrespect. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a drop Body, right where you that's witchcraft. Uh uh, stop it doing it. It ain't witchcraft. To be told, I Dragging think. Somebody to be said, told, I ain't read that nowhere in the Bible. To be told, she's the witch. Said, I ain't read that nowhere in the Bible. To be told, she should have studied to be silent. Now she got to deal with the consequences of her actions. Oh, you better shut up talking to me. Well, to be told, Monty, she actually does, I believe, dabble in witchcraft for real. A lot of things that she says, especially in you in the Hebrew Israelite. So, oh, Jesus. yeah, so yeah, and 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 the enemy of the prophet, believe it or not, is the witch. So, um, yeah, I believe that all that, um, um, yeah, she would have definitely got a, a witch's treatment, let's put it that way. Yeah, suffer not but a Jay, witch to live. But, Jay, why think, think about this the reason why you wasn't going for but uh, children's services told you was. Because God has showed them that you needed to be and who she really was. So, you know, hey, you, we know. Hello? Her phone had cut out. Mama Lynn, your phone had cut off. But no, I seen Will had came up. And I seen wow, um, Pastor like, Jacob look, walking around. Oh, there you go. Look, look. Mama Lynn, we ain't here now. You said it in a minute. Right, I was going to say, we ain't here. You had cut out, Mama Lynn. What did y'all hear? Last thing I heard was A. <laughs> what is wrong with you? She did. She said, okay. so hey. And then she cut out. <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. It's only so much that we can believe. You know, the uh, God can use anything and anyone to to give you the message. That's why I hope y'all can still hear me because I'm riding between you these right. buildings. I, you, I can use anybody to get to the message. I'm just yeah. trying to make sure witchcraft. No. Because no. if God speaks to a donkey, Mama Lynn, ain't gonna count. Mama Lynn, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If He's God still using to... donkeys. What is you talking about? <laughs> this is what I'm trying oh, to understand. <laughs> Look, 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 this is what, what, this is what, I'm going to say this and I'm going to make it clear. Okay. One of the reasons why God took, Jesus took people away because every time he did something, they wanted to say it was of evil. Think about that. It was of evil. Fact. A lot of You're right. That's good, Mama Lynn. Every, every miracle that Jesus nobody. did, they tried to decree as witchcraft. You're right. You're right. And, and then on top of that, he 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 didn't have That's to good. touch a lot of people. He spoke it. Facts. You and know, the woman with the issue of blood, 
the woman with the issue of blood touched him. Yep. She wasn't. She was totally Ooh. restored. She was made whole. That's See, good. That's, that's good. That's good. The blind man's vision became a hundred percent. I mean, he was seeing things that he shouldn't <laughs> even been seeing. So you know, I this witchcraft thing. I told you, prophet. We going around here talking about that way. Here we go back in the Salem uh, 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 days. You breathe wrong. You was burnt at the stake. Come on <laughs> now. Maybe Will and Dr. Jacobs can put a new light on it. But this, this <laughs> I, I ain't going to count. Hold on. Let me, let me refresh right before I throw you in there, Will. Because I know Jacob just walked in the room. And this is an interesting conversation. We're 30 minutes over 11 o'clock, but I started late anyway. So, you know what I'm saying? We can go a little bit late. But we really just refreshing from the weekend. Y'all know every Monday we do the weekend rewind. And one of the interesting things that I seen was the battle of the prophets and everything that's going on in, in church culture. And everything wanna, everybody want to put everything as like witchcraft nowadays. And one of the things that JY was mentioning, even though that wasn't my original one, because I seen another post, uh, Trey even posted something this weekend talking about witchcraft that I tried in on. And I was like, oh, so everybody want to talk about witchcraft this weekend. So we were reflecting on what witchcraft is, how we see it in the church, how we identify. Granted, this is going to be a week-long conversation, if not a month-long conversation, because it is the, the month of October, and we even have Christians celebrating Halloween nowadays. But I want to understand... Like, what does it mean? Because I ain't gonna cap. One year for Halloween, I wanted to go out looking like Harry Potter, and my mama just wouldn't have it. And granted, I was mad, but sometimes I thank God for it. But, you know, from that perspective, you know what I'm saying, Will, I'm gonna throw you in there so because you, you've been listening, you've been in the audience chilling out with us. And anybody else that's in the audience and feel like coming up, feel free to raise your hand and come on up. But yeah, Will, you've been hanging out in the audience with us, so definitely come up, give your perspective about this conversation. And Pastor Jacob, who's normally, you know what I'm saying, part of my squad, Pastor Jacob, we just really talking about like what is witchcraft today? Like granted, like I said, it's a week long, month long conversation, but today we're keeping it simple. Like what is witchcraft? How do you identify it? Like just simple stuff. So Will, I'm gonna throw it over to you first. Hey, good morning, everybody. Wonderful conversation as usual. Uh, you 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 sparked something earlier. You were hit right on where I was thinking in my mind, and you mentioned Paul, and I was just thinking, you know, in Romans, you know, the Apostle Paul tells us to, you know, bless those who persecute you and. Uh, bless and do not curse. I think, um, you know, one of the most significant tenets that might challenge our Christian faith is our tendency to want to strike back. But, um, you Ooh, know, that's I, good. That's I good. feel that, you know, everything that I've ever laid at his feet, he has picked it up and carried it away from me. So I guess that's I say, good. I say, you know, I let him handle the witchcraft, if you want to use those terms, you know, I put it in Jesus' hand because I feel he's more powerful than any sorcerer or any witch or whatever. I don't need to put pins in a doll or, you know, stuff a tongue in a doll's mouth or whatever and wish bad on someone. You know, I just pray that, you know, I pray that God handles it. And yeah. I tell you, literally everything that I've ever laid at his feet. He's taking it away from me. And so that's that's just kind of my perspective. I don't wish evil because I do believe, you know, I follow that that line of thinking is bless those who persecute you, uh, bless and do not curse. But, but and I again, didn't you know, about that one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's, that's just my take. Oh, but I did want to say, you know, it brought to mind some childhood fun when we used to play that 
um, little crazy thing talking about witchcraft. You all remember the Ouija board? Anybody ever had one of those? Yeah, we well, I ain't never had one, but I remember in the dark. You know, it's yep. crazy thoughts, but yeah, that's my two cents, y'all. That's good. And I remember the Ouija board was so wicked. They just said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's wicked. You can't, you can't touch the Ouija board. That's the devil for real." You know what's funny? The first time I seen a Ouija board was on TV, probably when I was like thirteen or fourteen. My mama did not play that. Uh-huh. And when that's I said, uh-huh, turn that off. Wasn't no closed doors in my mama's house. <laughs> we didn't I, even need doors. She should have just took it off the hinge at that point because that bad. door was never closed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she was changing clothes and our brother was home. That was it. <laughs> Leave them doors open. They was like, what's so weed? But that's the thing. So even when we like, and we're going to get into it later this month. So that's the thing. Even when we talk about spirits, and we're going to talk about it later on, but them spirits on Ouija boards versus the spirits that we think about in churches, uh, we think about, oh, you got a gossiping spirit, or you got a Jasmine spirit. No, baby, you got that Ouija board spirit where doors is, is moving Ouija in the house. Light is turning on and off. <laughs> Monty, like, you really got witchcraft going on. <laughs> Pastor Jacob, I'm going to throw it over to you, sir. Because, like I said, we just recapping from the weekend, having a casual conversation. One of the things that I seen this weekend was, you know, people was talking about witchcraft. Um, from J.Y. Timmerson, my homeboy. <laughs> and that ain't my boy. But at the same time, he do have some good Christian content that he is very inform- informative about. I ain't gonna cap. I'm not a fan of Larry, but I-, I do appreciate the content that he puts out because, you know what I'm saying, it gives Christian community something to develop off of. If you can't talk about what witchcraft is in your church and your Christian community, if you can't talk about sex, love, how to, now granted, a lot of his, some of his stuff be a little off and it be distorted, but at the same time, it opens up room for conversation. And one of the videos that he shared this weekend was about how one of the prophets is being deemed as a witch because of the way he prophesied and all the stuff that he be saying with the, with the whoop. Granted, some of I agree with, some of I don't. I mean, same thing with Brian Conn. Brian Conn was de- declared a witch and all the other stuff before too or whatever. So we're really just trying to get a good idea of what, you know what I'm saying, what witchcraft is. Like, what, what it look like in the church? Like, what it look like in the world? Like, what is witchcraft? How you identify? And you know what I'm saying? As we develop in the conversation, because we, we, we progressing towards Halloween, because we're going to have a hallelujah night. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as dumb. we move, <laughs> Real dumb. Money. We're going to have a hallelujah Real night. Real dumb. Real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but as we press towards hallelujah night, we're going to have these conversations. Oh, my <laughs> Pastor Jacob, I need to know, like, what is witchcraft? Because I thought it was just manipulation. I thought it was just to be a spirit. Not they in here really doing magic in the church. Like, they they really conjuring spells through prayer. Like, what are they doing? Pastor Jacob, help me out. It's on you. Bad breath is witchcraft. Marty, shut up. God help us. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I hope all is well with all of you. Um. Let me first start off by saying Larry Live is not informative at all. Larry Live is perspective, um, and he is, I'm not going to say what I think. I mean the clip, not his perspective and his opinion. I don't care nothing about his perspective. You're talking about both of them. I like the clip. I'm talking about all of it. All All of it. There is no, he says it's his ministry to expose. There is no ministry of exposure. Um, so so you, can, you can carry that lie to all of the ignorant people that constantly pay you and follow you. And they, church folk love 
uh, foolishness so much that they're making this, they're giving this man a six-figure monthly uh, budget to, to to come and expose people for what? What does it do for the kingdom? Absolutely nothing. Anyway, That's let me move That's because he got forward. exposed, but we don't leave that alone, too. We ain't going to talk about his exposure, Lord Jesus. Anyway. Um, I know he was ever, <laughs> I was going to say, I know he was ever in the closet. What you mean no, he was Go do your research on your boy. Didn't, you he can't used to be nobody. a pastor, correct? He still is a pastor. No, no. You can't like expose said, nobody. That... used to be a pastor. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, you can't expose nobody that ain't never been in hiding. That's just uh, uh, Well... Mm. I'm not even gonna go there with you right now. Me either. Let me go on mute. I'm gonna leave that alone and probably go on mute in just a second. Um, everybody wants to expose a witch with a cauldron, but no one wants to expose the witch that's disobedient. Mm. Um, I said that. I said that earlier. So disobedient. So I don't know why. Now, now I, I ain't gonna talk if you. Every time I talk, you gonna jump over me. And All right, my fault, my fault. But you, okay. you be showing up late. You be showing up late, yeah, and then I be having to get all my amens in. Now tell him, Jake, because I said that Jake, early. I'm trying I tell, to listen. I don't, just like witchcraft. I don't. I don't. I don't care how when, when I showed up. When I showed up is when I could be here. But uh, what I'm not you know gonna what? do is I'm not gonna fight I'm a, you. I'm gonna shut up. Okay, I appreciate it. Um. So. Uh, Witchcraft, witchcraft, and, and, and a lot of things that we call witchcraft, we only call witchcraft because we don't understand them. That's right. So what we do, what, what we do in church is we demonize all the things we never had any, any knowledge on. Anything that would make what I do seem um, unrealistic or unreal, we call it a demon. We call it, we call it witchcraft. But let me say this out loud. Most of the things that we call witchcraft is just somebody else's, watch this, practice trying to get to a God that nobody understands and nobody gets. Most of the church don't even get God. Okay, y'all not going to say nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, God uses witches almost every day. I'm about to get in so much trouble because some of y'all are walking around disobedient. Some of y'all are walking around. Watch this. Some of y'all are walking around conjuring and, and speaking into existence. God uses witches every single day. Uh, y'all are walking around here. Y'all are walking around here with all of these doggone naming and claimants and all of this, all of this. If you give me, watch this. If you give me, uh, hundred dollars. Come on, Jake. I'm gonna make your enemies be at peace with Come you. Come on. Uh -oh. Come on. <laughs> uh huh. Sounds like a sounds like a witch to me. The only difference between them and you is that at least these witches, some of these witches, will give you a voodoo doll. You give me nothing but promises. Y'all not gonna say nothing to God. Uh, you get you give me nothing but promises, and none of them come to pass. Okay. Uh -oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, so I'm, I'm gonna shut up, but, but I, you, you, witchcraft, witchcraft is anything, watch this, that depends on the power of something other than God. So some of y'all are in witchcraft because you have not, watch this, in all your ways acknowledged him. See, I know you don't want y'all don't want me to talk because if if I talk, I'll start talking about the witchcraft you do instead of okay the voodoo so you do so that you don't talk about the voodoo they do. So you, <laughs> you know what? 
That witchcraft was speaking in tongues? What, what, what type of... What? He said what Boy, he said. don't make me choke you. I'm, just, I'm, I, I'm I trying to get clarity. That's why I had this. I'm trying to get nothing, clarity. Nothing that I said was unclear. <laughs> now, for you to for you to infer that that speaking in tongues is witchcraft is only witchcraft to y'all who get who get your tongue from the demonic space. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mine's ain't there. Okay. Mine's ain't there. Okay. So 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 the the it's when you're talking language. about speaking in tongues, heavenly language. <laughs> when you talk about speaking in tongues, it is it is it is a gift of God. It is not the gift of God. It does not represent solely represent the spirit of God in your life. However, it does. Uh, it is some type of evidence that the spirit of God is controlling not only your mouth. But to see, the problem is you will allow God to control you with the tongue, but you won't allow God to control your tongue. Teach. Make it make sense. You want him to give you. You want him to give you a heavenly language, but you can't speak to me in your earthly one. <laughs> Come on now. The Bible says that or Acts chapter two, when the when the day of Pentecost had fully come, and they were all in the room on one accord, had the cloven tongues of fire. And the Bible says that the idea of what they were doing, the first thing that they did was begin to speak to each other, mm -hmm. and every man heard in his own language. I don't understand this ecstatic tongue where all you can speak in is a heavenly language, but you can't speak to your brother, or your sister, who you see every day. Come Shut on up. Now. Come on. Go now. sit down somewhere. I go to church. In, in regards to Halloween, in regards to Halloween, Halloween was supposed to be a Christian festival. This was supposed to be the harvest festival. That's why Yom Kippur is in the same month. Sometimes, but yeah, you're right. It was supposed to be a Christian festival because it was the festival of harvest. This was supposed to be a tithing festival when the tithers would come. Amelie, y'all alone. Y'all don't like this type of preaching. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you is my prayer. No, continue to explain it. Because I know it's just the tithers coming to get their tithe. I know it's once the seven years. and I, Okay, go break it down. Prophet, come on now. Because I'm just trying to understand. Prophet Jared and walked in the room too. Prophet Jared, they call it all the prophets witches now. Everybody a witch now. So I'm trying to figure out what the witchcraft is. We have no witch week. So well, we ain't having no witch week, but I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure out what what we what we doing because Pastor Jacob then woke it up. But everybody wanted to be so deep celebrating you know, Rosh Hashanah. Everybody wanted to be so deep celebrating Yom Kippur, but not everybody witches afterwards. People what? will call people witches when it goes against what they want to do. And according to their quote unquote Pastor Jacob Holy Ghost and their definition of what the quote unquote miss me what my definition of the Holy No no no. The definition of the Holy Ghost is what the Bible says it is, and not what your definition of it is. So when it is the real experience or the encounter of a real prophetic move of God. And what really aggravates me is people are coming into the knowledge of Yom Kippur and the knowledge of Rosh Hashanah and the knowledge of the Feast of the Tabernacles and the that, knowledge of Sukkot. That's now coming upon it, too. And it's different for them. Yeah. Because they don't understand it. So if you don't know the language of it, 
if you don't know the meaning of it, if you don't know what it brings, and we don't do it just for tradition, we do it because this is who I am. It's who I am. And the majority of us that understand what comes in this time and what comes in this space, they understand not only the blessings of it, but the symbolisms of it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I got a little aggravated with the preacher on Sunday because he kept saying, we don't know the day or the hour when a son of man shall appear. You don't know when he's coming. Mm, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I know the season he's coming. Okay, y'all not ready for that. Y'all not ready that's for that. The book, that's the book, Jerry. Come on, you talking, you, you, you're talking not, good. He got You're time. not ready. You're not ready. Because the Bible talks about money. You can read it. It's in the book of Leviticus. It says three times a year that you must come before me and don't come before me any empty-handed. These, these times are called in the Hebrew moed. These are not Jewish times. These are not Gentile times. It has nothing to do with you being a Christian. That word Moet means it's God's appointed time for us to come together to him. And when we come to him, he That's will bless good. us. Okay? Those, those three times, those three times, the three most holiest times of the year is the Feast of the Un Unleavened Bread, which is Passover the Feast of Weeks, which is Pentecost, and the Day of Atonement, Feast of the Tabernacles, which is now. Watch this. Jesus already fulfilled two of those three great feasts. If you do your study, Jesus died on the day of Passover. He became our Passover lamb. Feast one fulfilled. Feast two, you just mentioned it, Pastor Jacob. Uh, uh, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit during the Feast of Weeks and uh, Pentecost. That's why they were waiting because it was a 50-day feast, the Feast of Weeks. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. Two of the three great feasts that was fulfilled. There is only one feast left that he must fulfill. And that is the Feast of the Tabernacles, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. What happens during that feast? I wish I really had time to really explain what it is, but on Rosh Hashanah, what happens on the first day of Rosh Hashanah? The trump is the Feast of Trumpets. The, trumpet, the trumpets are blown and the saints are gathered. The trumpets are blown and the saints of are gathered. Why, why, why tabernacles? Watch this. At the Rosh Hashanah, you get 10 days, 10 days to repent because atonement is coming and tabernacles are coming. Why do they put the tabernacles outside? Because this is the time and that is the hour where Jesus might make his return. He said, go outside. That's why he said, look up for your Redeemer cometh nigh. That was during Yom Kippur and the Feast of Tabernacles. So yes, I do. Don't know the time, but I know the season. Jesus' return will be in between Rosh Hashanah 
and the Feast of Tabernacles. Look it up in your Bible. Do research. So stop saying you don't know when he's coming. Yes, you do. You don't know the time, but you should know the season. I, the time in America is different from the time in Africa. So I can't say the time, but I, but that's I know good. the season. That's good. But, but I know the season. I know the sign. And that's, I know the sign. Paul that's said good. you should know the season. Come on. That's so good. I got aggravated with that, man. I'm like, shut up. You don't know what that's you're talking good. about. So that's why we have 10 days of awe, 10 days of repentance. And those uh, Rosh Hashanah is about reflecting over what you've done during the year. It is a reflective season. It is a reflective uh, time. So we could, excuse me, look back over the year of the foolishness we made and the foolishness we've done and what we have not done that was pleasing in the sight of God and repent for 10 days and build tabernacles and and set outside and look up for your redeemer cometh now. That's when he's coming back. I, I'm done. I yield. God bless. So, Pastor Jerry, can you do me one favor and answer the question? Because we asked asked the basic question when we started the room. Because I mean, this is gonna be a whole. I think it's gonna be a whole month. You know what I'm saying? We just gonna move into a different ways. We kind of had the conversation almost every year, but you know, slightly different. But for you, because I know you're a prophet just like me, and guess what? God has charged us to give the word of the Lord. Granted, we don't put a demand on it or none of that, but God has charged us to be who he has called us to be in the earth. What do you think or how do you feel when people say prophets operate in a lot of witchcraft, whether they be in our denomination, in our spirituality, or even different? Because I know even Muslims who say Christian prophets aren't real prophets but then other prophets like it, it like it's because it's, we operate i guess in witchcraft because we speak in tongues i don't know it's just weird but i'm like like from your perspective how do you define what witchcraft is because me i look at it as an old teaching jezebel anything that was in manipulation anything that was you know outside of your control that you took control of and had the ability when saul tried to um what is it conjure up um uh samuel spirit whatnot that was witchcraft so i'm like huh, that's witchcraft to me but at the same time i don't see how certain people get a form of witchcraft so from you what's your perspective of what witchcraft is and if you can because i'm not sure if you're going to be here tomorrow but i want to ask you a slight little question after that and then we're going to wrap up what is witchcraft and how do you identify it in the church from a prophet's perspective if you give me one minute, I'll answer that. I just walked in the store. Give me one minute. One minute. No, you good. You good. You good. Pastor Jacob, I mean, and Mama Lynn, Will, anybody who's on stage, I'm going to throw it over to y'all as well. Go for it. We got like uh, maybe five, ten minutes. And we can actually start our final remarks. So, Mama Lynn, I'm going to actually throw it to yes, final sir. Yes, sir. No. So, I'm going to actually start... Um, Throwing it over to you, Mama Lynn. Final remarks, question of the day. What's the question of the day? Question of the day is saying weekend highlight. What's your weekend highlight? And if you want to give. Oh, my weekend highlight. It was happened. fun, relaxing, cheerful. Uh, I went to a program at first. I didn't want to go, but I decided to go anyway and be obedient. Uh, 
uh, and when I got there, my eyes were really open. So I had a better understanding of why I was there and what I needed to see. So that's one of them tough conversations I'm going to have to have with people that I love. Uh, but other than that, I had a great weekend. Uh, as always, got to laugh with my daughter, got to see my grandbabies. Um, I got, took my son a juicer. Had this juicer, y'all. I got this juicer doing over eight years ago when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I never really used it because it was too complicated, too cumbersome and all of that. I finally gave it to my son and he hooked that box like it was for dear life. So I pray he use it uh, and it benefits him because he was just sitting there collecting dust. So my highlight was the weekend was good. The conversation is good. Uh, trying to understand this witchcraft thing. I, I, I just want to say be careful. Be careful because we'll throw out witchcraft in a minute, not knowing that it was something that God needed us to say or do and for, or us to see and hear. So we can't claim everything is witchcraft. So Amen. Be careful. Be careful. You right, Mama Larry. You know, uh, here we go. Okay. He, here is my honest answer. My honest answer is you really can't handle the definition or the meaning of witchcraft. You can't handle it. Because those, when we are exposed to understanding what it is, then we'll get attacked on it. Now, now, Come on by, now. By, by no means am I trying to deflect because I don't know what it is. I no, do know what it is. How, uh, however, when you are exposed to something, you are responsible for knowing. Yeah. And you are subject to attack on what you know. Yep. So if you are not ready, and, th and this is why I almost said something. And this is why we are oblivious to understanding what it is or, or calling something that's witchcraft because we really don't know that's what it good. is. And, and because we don't know what it is, we'll call everything witchcraft. Good, like, um, let, let's say, for instance, um, there's a time where uh, a time where I'm praying and I'll light a frankincense uh, incense. Oh, that's witchcraft. It's in your Bibles, idiot. Facts. You're right. Facts. It's in your it's in your Bible. Uh, first of all, frankincense, myrrh, hyssop, um, acacias. Matter of fact, read it in the book of Exodus. Yeah, I was gonna say they burnt it in the temple, right? In the book of Exodus, God told Moses to bring specific oils to make yep. oil. Come on now, Jacob. And then, Mary. and then, I'm, I'm getting ready to have a mixing of the oil service. Wow. Oh, that's witchcraft. No, stupid. It's an exodus. When I pray, I, I'll burn an incense in a minute. Oh, you you doing a seance? No, I'm not. 
As a matter of fact, the priest had to give sacrifice and incense into the holies of holies. Mm. That's why he said he's a sweet smelling savor. Oh, you think it's witchcraft. But what happens is, uh, uh, what happens is they use biblical principles in that's negative tonations. That's it. That's it. Yep, that's it right there. Oh, they'll take an incense. They'll take sage. They'll take this. They'll take that and use it for their advantage. Yeah. You know. They in, use biblical in, principles in problematic they, ways. They use the kushkita. That's good. So, that's so good. no, it, it is not witchcraft. You know what is witchcraft? Let me tell you what. Let me tell you the low, a low level of witchcraft because you can't take the high ones. The low level of witchcraft is manipulation. The low level of witchcraft is domination. Witchcraft is is literally about mind control. Okay, okay. It's about controlling your mind and Uh controlling your actions that will cause you to enter into a satanic realm. And and that's all I'm going to say on that one because if I go deep into it, many people really not understand because a lot of prophets and they'll call people false prophets because they really are they really are they, they, they really are and, and they and they have misused and abused Amen. and this is why people people don't believe in the prophetic because a lot of people have misused and abused the, the grace giftings of the prophetic and as a matter of fact if you really understand if you really understand um, what the prophetic is if you have the Holy Spirit if you have the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. you should be able to prophesy. Come on now. Why? The because Bible says the spies, not prophecy. Not only that, if you read in your Bible, First Corinthians uh, chapter 12, it gives you the nine gifts of the Spirit. And you should be able to at least walk in one of those nine gifts. If I, tell, if I ask anybody in this room right now, what are, what are the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit? If you can't tell me, that means you, you won't be able to operate in it. How you know what you're supposed to be operating in if you don't know what you're supposed to be operating in? Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, gift of healing, gift of miracle, working of miracles, prophecy, word of knowledge. Come on. It, it should roll faith. off your tongue. It, faith is a faith, gift. Faith is a gift. That faith is a working gift. It's Come a power now. gift. It's yep. a power gift. So I, ju- I just did a, a, a lesson on, you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you want to understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit, go get the book by Lester Sumrall, The Gift and Ministries of the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay, yes. that's right, because black people don't read, so they don't understand, uh, you know, the only thing, oh, I read the Bible. What book did you pick up to read about the Holy Spirit? Do you know anything? <laughs> do you know Do you know anything about Catherine Coleman? Do you I'm, know sorry. Anything about- I'm sorry. And her relationship with the Holy Spirit. I'm sorry, Not- but I do read. Okay, <laughs> but I understand where you're coming from. You know, get that book by Lester Sumrall. Lester Sumrall was uh, Rob Parsley's spiritual father, and he has a book called "Gifts and Ministries of the Holy Spirit." I read it three times. If you get that book, uh, read Smith Wigglesworth. Re- uh, read uh, Marie Wood Etta. I'm sorry, Marie Woodworth Etta. That woman of God in the 1800s. Uh, she lifted up her hands and yelled, "High leg!" And then she stood there for three days suspended 
Over 100,000 people came past her and got healed and delivered while she was standing with her hands up in the air, suspended for three days. And then after the third day, she came and said, Luya. Oh, stuff like that is real. But, you know, we, we will never work in power. But no, we think, no, Pastor Jerry, hey, what's crazy is we think that's witchcraft. Because, because we're stupid. Happen, when power happened like that, oh, they got to be witchcraft. Because you don't understand the sacrifice and the power that we went through. Be, I, not I, only I, that, not only woo. that, you don't have, not only that, you don't have the Holy Ghost. That's good. Because the Holy Ghost bears witness of himself. Come on now. You know what you know what we got? We got flesh. We got mm. entertainment. We got shouting. We got dancing. You don't take we, all of that. No, Talk you don't take stuff. all. No, yeah. no, no. You we, right. We're not really filled with the true Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And your your my definition of holiness. Get that crap out of here. Mm -hmm. Holiness without no man shall see the Lord. When you crucify your flesh, crucify your tongue, crucify your life, and really submit yourself to God, God will show you. And as a matter of fact, if you think witchcraft is real, when you really have the Holy Ghost, it won't work. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm done. God, God bless. Good night. Yep, that's, that's what Carl said. Like, and I, Pastor Jerry, that's why I say y'all come to close it out because we've been saying that same thing. Now, granted, I say it, it is definitely real. That's what I say. It is definitely real. But when you have that actual power of the Holy Ghost, it doesn't affect you. That's why I say, y'all got to realize what, what witchcraft really is. Because what we see as witchcraft is what we demonize as demonic because we don't understand, like you said. Like, Pastor Jackson, like, it's what we don't understand, what we have not experienced, what we have not went through. And we demonize because, oh, that got to be the devil. When truth is, no, dog. You got to, ooh, that, that. Giannis, Can I tell you what witchcraft is? Can I tell you what witchcraft is? Go for it. Okay. A lot of y'all going to unfollow me. You're going to unfollow me, but I don't care. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Are you really ready? Yeah. Are, are you sure? Are you sure you're ready? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All answers is witchcraft. I'm done. Oh, God. Oh God, Jerry, you acting up. Make it make sense. Say that again, Prophet Jerry. Say that again, cause calling on calling on your ancestors and channeling your ancestors is witchcraft. You know what it is called? I believe. It's called. I believe you, cause. Then you bring you you calling it's on necromancy. the dead. You calling on the dead. It's necromancy. It's called not only necromancy, it's called astral projection. You're summoning the spirit of somebody who's supposed to be dead. Now, if their spirit come up, ooh, y'all don't like me. Y'all don't like me. Because if they're dead, they're not your angels. Dead people are not angels. If you see them in your sleep, tell them to go back to their grave. They're not your guiding light. Amen. If, if they are dead and if they died in the Lord, they are sleeping. That their spirit is even their spirit is. Why would you want to disturb somebody resting? And this is the part, you know what happens? You know why you dream about them? Because you haven't properly grieved. Okay. All right.
Okay, that's an, I, I'm done. I'm done. I mean, I I come yeah. in the name of my yeah, ancestors. Probably, get out of my face! Probably, Better come in the name yeah. of a lord. Yeah. Now, Prophet Jerry, when 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 I very seldom dream of someone who has passed on. I very seldom. But if I do, I wake up and I'm saying, okay, Lord, what you need me to wake up to? What what is it I'm missing? What am I supposed to see? Because you don't, this don't happen. Why am I dreaming about them? They gone. They've been gone for years. Why am I dreaming about them? So I start asking questions and trying to seek out what, what is it that I need to know? What is you trying to warn me? Well, about? normally, let me tell you, whenever I dream about somebody who's dead, whenever I dream about somebody who's dead, that means they've come to take somebody. Mm. That's mm. why, mm. that's why I see, tell I them. I either see the death angel or I see someone who's dead. They will come as a person. Yeah, yeah. They okay. will come as a person. And I tell them, nope, go back, go back to sleep. I tell them, go back, go back to sleep. When I dream about, uh, and also when I dream about a tooth coming, that means death. A what? If I dream that one of my a what my teeth coming out, if a tooth falls out oh. in my dream, that means somebody's dying, or somebody's about to die, or somebody's dead. I now I do dream of death, and sometimes. Like I said, it's somebody that I done wow. seen that them passed on, or sometimes I'm at a funeral, but Why? I don't know who yeah, it I'm is. Like you, Mama Lynn. I will but be at I the funeral. Learned, I will see the obituary. Or I see a headline. But I have learned the difference because I had yeah. to. I've been doing this yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> and it would frighten me half to death. And I would tell my mother that, and she said, don't fear the Lord trying to warn you. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out how to get you to handle it. So as I then grew older, I realized that if I dream about a female that's, that's deceased, it's a male. If I dream about a male, it's a female. I can tell by the number of dreams I'm having about the same situation if it's a family member, I can tell in the dream if it's an acquaintance or even one of my kids' friends. Something. I didn't learn how to do that. I'm telling y'all, in, in the beginning, it used to scare me. Right. Yeah. Me too. I was horrified. I would wake up sweating and shaking and scared to go back to sleep because I, I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand how to deal with that. So as I didn't get older, my my vision and my sight has got better. I'm not a prophet. Mm -mm. I see things. I hear things. I talk to the Lord about it. We discuss it and we go from there. Yeah, I can prophesy. But that's just a gift, but I'm not a prophet. Because, like I said earlier, he can use anything and anyone. But learning how to deal with that, 
and then I know how to keep quiet about it. But I can warn you. I can't tell you details, but I can warn you. So, yeah, I can do that. But it is so, like I told you earlier, Prof, you got to be careful because here we go with the witches, uh, 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 Salem witches thing again. We can't call everything witchcraft if we don't understand what witchcraft is. And you got to be careful with what you say. So that's where I am in with it. I completely agree. Listen, that's why I said we got all month to wake this up because, like, you know, I'm someone who, as a prophet, who who has been trying to walk in my office. Like, I, I even see myself running away sometimes. Like, God... I ain't trying to do this. If everything that I do seems like a witch, I ain't, I ain't trying to be no warlock. I ain't trying to, mm-mm, mm-mm. God, I surrender. I would give it up if if I got to be like that. So te- technically, I mean, truthfully. Probably I, most of the time they see the God in you and they don't like it, so they call you that. That's how that is. And, and, and I, I completely understand that. It's just, that's why I say, let me get a full understanding of it. And granted, I go through, like I said, I, I, I pray a lot. Like that's one thing that I thank God for because he blessed me with a residual income to where I could sit at home some days, call off when I want to, and I can sit at home and pray. I can, I can focus, I can do it, everything. But you know, when you're called to be a prophet, you go through those challenges that are kind of difficult. You have to work with people that, you know, you got to get some slack back from, you got to go through those processes. So it's kind of hard sometimes, especially me as a young man, like granted, I'm only 30. A lot of my people, you know what I'm saying, who I actually look up as mentors, they 70, 60 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like even the person I'm working with, he's 70 years in the game. Technically, um, he's 70 now. He's 50 years into the game. Yeah. 50 years into what I'm trying to do. So it's like, man, you got to applaud that. You got to appreciate that. But it's understanding how different, you know, culture changes. You know what I'm saying? For And that's why I played that old song, um, James, uh, what is it? James uh, Cleveland. That's why I played the newer and the old one. Because to some people, what's old seems new and what's new sometimes seems old or whatever the case may be. And if you're not in a place to properly discern it, then guess what? You're going to demonize it as witchcraft. Them, like the old God is, is is a, is a classic. And we've heard, like Pastor Jerry, we played the old God is by James Cleveland. Classic. But then we play the new James Cleveland Oh, well, correction, not the new James Cleveland. The new God is by, his name is, what's his name? Um, Melvin Crisply the third. Great, uh, like, that's a great arrangement. It's very upbeat. It's real cool. But at the same time, you notice the difference between the power. You notice the difference between, between the tempo and the presence of God when it ushers in. One gives you the presence of God where it's all subtle, it's all calm, and you're provoking, I mean, or not necessarily provoking, but you're ushering in his power. Another one is, well, the new one is that you're provoking his praise. You're ushering in his praise. You're, you know what I'm saying? You're getting that reverence of who he really is in an exciting form. And that's why I tell people, you can't demonize that one because it's still the same song. It's still the original. However, you have to also be coherent enough to understand that if your discernment is on point, meaning that you have the Holy Ghost, means that you'll understand that it's the same word, same value, 
but the beat is different. So you won't always feel it as deep. And I think that's what happens to our culture now. It's like, we want to be so spiritual. We want to be James Cleveland, but at the same time, we can't because we're Melvin Christie. We're more upbeat about it. But at the same time, that does not mean we don't reverence the same God. And But if we keep demonizing the newer generation for being trailblazers, if we keep demonizing the Melvin Christmas, if we keep demonizing the Alexis Sparks, if we keep demonizing the, um, uh, what's her name, Leandria Johnson, then how can we reach people? Let's be honest. Leandria is one of our favorite people, but gospel industry and gospel artists, like they stay want to demonize her. And if we keep demonizing people, how can we, you know, ever build us? But Hey, it's twelve twenty-one, and it's time for us to close on out of here. So let's go ahead and get to final remarks. The question of the day. Final remarks for me is always the same. I just gave it. Um, make sure you follow the podcast. Well, I didn't really give it, but final remarks for me. Make sure you follow the podcast. Make sure you're sharing, supporting, subscribing. Granted, I don't want your tithes. I don't want your offerings. But if you can, just bless us with a seed. If you want to continue to partner and sow with us. Definitely do that because we do amazing things in this ministry. We're even trying to plan for our first conference only because my ministry is growing. The life and and, and legacy that I'm building is growing. And with that being said, I cannot, you know, neglect the people that God has attached me to. So I want to continue to make sure that we're having fun. We're enjoying ourselves. We're building. We're edifying. We're educating. So, hey, if you want to continue to partner, so all the other good stuff, make sure and you pin the link. But yeah, make sure you go to um, wakingupwiththeprofit.com and you can always, you know, connect with us. Um, question of the day is always the same. What is your weekend highlight? If there's something, anything that you, like anything that you did this weekend that was fun, enjoyable, I want you to give me that memory. So with that being said, Mama Lynn, it's on you. Do-do-do-do. Mama Lynn, you was active all day. What happened? You, you, you ain't there? Okay. Well, I'm going to assume Mama Lynn like, had to get back to work, too. So with that being said, my weekend highlight was literally just me having the uh, time off. Me having time off, being able to catch up with what God is planning for me. Um, and I think God did that on purpose because we have three more months left in the year. Literally three more months left in the year. Today is the first Monday. And I pray that we help you start your last quarter of the year off correct, the right way, positive with the right attitude, with the right atmosphere. Granted, there's going to be some ups and downs, but guess what? I believe that if you continue to keep God at the forefront of your mind, things are going to continue to work out for your good. Um, in addition to that, I well, I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. I mean, that's all the remarks I have. That's all the, the questions I have. That's all the, yeah, that's that's everything. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us on that. And we're going to go ahead and close this room. And I'm going to join you all again tomorrow morning. All right? All right, let's go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for this room, this space. God, we thank you for the grace that you have given us, oh God, to even have this conversation. God, we ask that you will continue to be be with us as we go throughout the day. Continue to watch over us, provide for us, take care of us. God, continue to unleash your anointing upon us. Let your presence rise up within us. God, allow the Holy Spirit to rest, rule, and reign over our life, even as we go throughout the day and the rest of this week and this quarter and this month. And it's in Jesus' name we continue to pray and we'll forever fulfill your glory, your name, and your honor. Amen, amen, and amen.
All right, y'all. I love y'all. I'm praying for you guys. I hope you have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.